in one sentence, what are, what are the Battle Sisters? So the Battle Sisters are nuns with guns with buns. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. Uh, I'm Ari. <laughs> and I am uh, Emilio. Yeah. Oh, also known as Ender's Logic. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't you. I, uh, my gamer name is Ender's um, Logic. So we should probably just have a little disclaimer up front here. Uh, we've got an extra person in the studio. we got a packed studio, four people. That hasn't happened in a long time. Um, and I am not wearing headphones. So I can't hear Nick or Christian uh, or any sound effects that are being played on uh, the stream or on the podcast. So but that'll make things interesting. You, like many of our listeners, are here basically for me. So you're getting plenty of that. So <laughs> there we go. Yep. Someone tell Bobby he's All beautiful. Right. <laughs> you're beautiful, you're Bobby, beautiful. especially coming from a busted voice. You're yeah. beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful, bro. 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 Uh, uh, Ari, hi. What's going on? So you were at the um, you were at the DLG Con. I was. Yeah. And uh, now you're here. I am here now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there was no time in between it. I literally went from this. Damn. To, yeah. It's you amazing. Only, you only blip into existence for, <laughs> for, for DLG. DLG stuff. DLG, yeah. That's, that's incredible, first yeah. of all. Congratulations yeah. on that. Yep. So he's going to, after this, he's going to disappear until the next DLG Con, DLG Con uh, 4.0, which is the polls are in. It's happening in Austin, Texas, everybody. We will be seeing you all in Texas. In the uh, fall, right? Or, in the or fall. The, is it? It's going to be in the in fall. The fall. Yep. Sweater weather, bitches. What's Sweater up? Sweater weather. Hopefully we can get a heated pool. I'm definitely looking into that. If you want to be updated and keep up with that, you can find that information in our Discord. You can find our Discord through dlgaming.net. And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in Austin, Texas for the fall. Possibly November, but we don't have the dates yet officially. No. Oh, yeah, a lot of things to work out, but... Locations, one of the biggest ones. Yep. So and time of time of year, so the fall. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ari, uh, what do you play? Uh, what What's your right PC, now? What's your PC gaming pa- background? Favorite game of all time? Stuff like favorite that. game of all time. That's a tough one. Well, we're, we're, we're talking, talking about, about earlier. The Witcher. Witcher is one of my favorite games, and like it's one of the games where I don't even have to play to enjoy. Like I could watch it, mm-hmm. and I was saying like I love looking up, up the cool dialogue uh, choices that they had. As far as what do I play, I mostly play Heroes of the Storm and Slate Aspire now, and then random party games that people want to play on Friday and Saturday night, mm. or whatever. Historically... Now, Ari, do you, Ari, do you play uh, like HOTS competitively, or do you just like play for the shits and giggles? Right now, I don't really play competitively. I coach, actually. I used to play competitively. That's pretty fucking cool. Ari, did you ever play Bobby when he was playing HOTS? Did you know each other? Through no, that? no. Oh, actually, what's funny is I know there was only fourteen people playing that. I, so. I must say that you know what's funny is that uh, basically indirectly I got into DLG because I think Sniper one time was like, "Come play in our Hots League or whatever." Oh, and then I never did. Okay, and then <laughs> and then, but I stayed in that, and eventually I found the DLG. Oh, and okay. Then, DLG, and, and we yeah. are. But cool. yeah, uh, other than that. Historically, I've played a ton of fighting games. No, oh, yeah, right. We, Most, played, we had a little Street Fighter. Yeah. I think it was 60-40, probably you. Yeah. Was it 70-30? 80-20? 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20
80 20, dude? No way. I don't know. Well, we were playing like a lot of random <laughs> characters and stuff like that. So yeah, we were yeah, pulling yeah. around. So I felt like <laughs> I was getting it back by the end a little mm. bit. But yeah, like I said, we were just having fun. I yeah, wasn't yeah, keeping track. And then I played RTS games, shooters. I mean, I like a lot of different games. Card games, obviously, cool. you know. But you were telling me that you're new, newish to Steam, right? Last two, three years? Yeah. Like, so I've historically actually grew up playing a, a ton of console games. And I pretty much only played computer to play, like, Warcraft. Because, mm. like, you can't play those games on right, right, console. Right. Warcraft and Starcraft I both played. And Command and & Conquer. But now the majority of your gaming is where? On computer. Yeah. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Welcome right. to the fold. That's where we're at. Welcome That's where we the... pay you the big you, bucks. You know already. what? I'm not waiting, like, paying, like, $1,000 for a PS5 at this point. So, yeah, you know. Sure. Uh, okay. My, my buddy just copped one from his coworker for MSRP because his coworker w- was like, I just had a kid. I don't need this thing. And, like, he's like, yes, I'll never have children. Give me your PlayStation 5. <laughs> That's a very mature Perfect. move for him, dude. Like, yeah, he's absolutely right. He's not going to be playing video games the next couple of years. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm a, I got a kid, but don't. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> the room goes like, silent. It's like I just the plankton meme where he's like, now. don't let the flame die out. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to die, dude. It's going to die for sure. <laughs> it's going to die. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you want to head up this Humble Bundle thing that we did? Sure. So, you know, we're doing our part for the Ukrainian war by playing video games. The only thing we know how to do. And we asked you out there to insult Putin. And uh, I don't know. No one who listens to the show has ever fucking insulted anyone before because these insults are not that good. But we are going to get <laughs> guest Nick or guest Ari and Nick to read two of the best in a Russian accent. And thank you, everyone who actually insulted Putin. We will hand out the copies of the bundle to you over Discord. So, yeah, Nick, why don't you read uh, Warconius is here? So this is from Warconius. Mad Russian president says, I own a massive yacht and invade Ukraine to compensate for poor Putin's puny prick. I say, (laughs) cry me a river. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this is from Poison King. Uh, When Vladimir resigns, he wouldn't put in his two weeks notice. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't bad, dude. That wasn't bad. I like them both. Bobby, how are you doing over there? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm hanging in there, man. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, <laughs> like the room goes dead quiet. He's like, is this what it is to be a schizophrenic? Will laugh and then like you'll comment on something. No idea what you're talking about. I'm taking a real back seat this episode, so, so you may not hear much from me. We need a fourth pair of headphones. That brings me to my Patreon. No. Yeah, the, we have Patreon. We need headphones. But Man, anyway, dude, you're I, really good at stomping on transit. You had a, you set what? yourself up for a beautiful transition, what? and then you still shut it down. Into what? The I don't global know. shortages affect yeah. everyone everywhere. DLG DLG is not immune from that. You can support DLG via Patreon. We obviously need fucking headphones. You can support <laughs> us for just five dollars a month. Look at Emilio. He's emaciated. He needs more alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) For just $5 a day, this young boy here can hear. (laughs) You can provide this young man with hearing. All right, let's talk about some video games. Right, yeah. I I think this is arguably the biggest news of the week. I I really wanted to start this off. Um, So many fucking nerds here. Did you guys hear about Hogwarts Legacy? Nope. 
I saw, yeah, a little bit. Oh, wait, is so, this the MMO that they're creating? No, it's not an MMO. Oh, okay. It's a full, like, Witcher-style game. Um, so check this out. It's over 100 years before the books. The catch line for the game is uh, Explore the Unwritten. Takes place place in the 19th century at Hogwarts. You're a fifth-year student, so you're like 15 or 16 years old. You create your own character. You join whatever house you want to join. And uh, you explore this story about, <clears throat> about like, I think they're goblins that are, like, trying to, like, start an insurrection. And uh, you team up with, like, multiple students and other teachers and, like, parents and stuff to stop it. Apparently, the game is going to be super long because, like, it involves, like, you creating your own house and, like, neighborhood and exploring and stuff like that. Like, there's a 14-minute long trailer that explains all the different aspects of the game. Like you, you can like set up a cottage and your own little like area that you live in. And like, you can travel around and there's different vendors as weird as it sounds. It really sounds like the open world, like how Elden Ring is like open world in the sense of like, there's little vendors and all these other different places. And it, it, like the game is really promoting exploration and uh, it just looks really pretty. The combat looks really good. Um, it obviously is not kidified. Like, it's not like, you're a first-year student in Hogwarts. Ooh, you know how to cast Lingaria Leviosa. <laughs> it's not like that. And so... They just start um, you off with, about a Kadava? Harry Potter? <laughs> Dude, this is... This looks nice. This is, yeah. I mean, for any Harry Potter fan, this is going to be fucking... Amazing. It, so, I mean, <laughs> it looks like they're going in a lot of the right directions. So Leslie's second favorite franchise of anything is Harry Potter. And she just looks at me because it was a 14-minute trailer. And she goes, well, I know what I'm losing my life to. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's the uh, developer? Because uh, this ah, is all – there's a lot of lofty words. and But if it's not a, a developer it, that we know – Is games. it Warner Brother Games? Yeah. All right. Well, they're hit and miss as far as I remember. You know, I forget but, what the actual development team is because I forgot – they made something before this. like Because it's in the beginning of the trailer or the end of the trailer. It says like what dev team is actually on it. But um, so like – it looks pretty good, dude. Like the combat and like the puzzles and stuff. Like, but that exactly. They only show you so much, right? Um, I thought it was PlayStation only because it was shown on the PlayStation Direct. Uh, I mean, the PlayStation State of Play, right. and it was exclusively only on the PlayStation State of Play. When you watch the trailer, it says PlayStation State of Play. Right. Um, it's coming to Steam. And it's coming to Xbox, and it's coming to Xbox, uh, so to Microsoft Games. So Game I'm, Pass? I'm wondering if it's going to be on Game Pass. Ooh. I mean, eventually, probably, but fuck, man. This it is looks pretty like sweet. It's made by Avalanche Games, Avalanche Studios. All right, what, is, what have they made? Yeah, let's see. They've made Rage, Rage 2. 2. Rage 2 wasn't bad. The Hunter Call uh, for a Wild and Generation Zero. All right. What's Port, what's port Key Games? Yeah, they're the second dev on it. There's three. There's, oh, there's three, three dev studios and a and a producer, which is Warner Bros. So yeah, quite the team here. Yeah, hmm. a lot of people are saying that this is going to be like the quintessential Harry Potter game. Like this is hmm. going to be 
When people talk about Harry Potter games, like this is going to be the one they talk about for years and years and years to come. This is not a joke. I'm not trying to shit on you. But the match three game on mobile is pretty fucking good, dude. It's actually really, really, really good. Is it? Yeah, it's it. There's no paywall for like twenty hours, dude. Don't tell yeah. Leslie. But tell Leslie, it's really good. You're, you're gonna make me lose all my goddamn money, man. <laughs> We're living a paycheck, the paycheck, goddamn it. No. All right, Nick, no, take a twenty cool. minute break now while Bobby can, can now participate <laughs> oh, in the game in the show. No, no, yeah, no, that's that's well, the only thing I, I have. No, that's great, dude. Yeah, no, great break. Great. I when I saw the like. Whatever the thumbnail, I was like, oh, it's just another fucking bullshit. No, but this is like doing justice to the to the books, right? Oh, one thing I want to I want to point out: they make sure to tell you in the fucking trailer that you're killing people, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you are slaughtering in not innocent people, but you are killing another human being, oh, <laughs> like you are literally murdering other people. So it is pretty intense. So. Hmm. So this is made for the millennials that grew up with this, but yeah, want to yeah, take yeah. it to the next it's, it's, I'm it's here exactly for it. For. Yeah. It's, for, it's for Leslie and me and you, know, you and not Emilio because he's too old. <laughs> Do we happen to know when this is going to be released? Because obviously this is on holiday the Holiday this year. Oh, okay. They said holiday, early holiday this year, it says. All right, cool. I don't like those deadlines. But anyway. Well, we'll see. So continuing with on the radar games that have been brought to our attention. Uh, Bobby, what's on your radar? So Christian actually listed a couple of these in the Discord. I'll give him credit for that. But Cursed to Golf is an interesting-looking game. So it's a two-dimensional golf game. You know, we love our golf games in DLG, but this one's a little different. So it looks like a single-player, two-dimensional golf game where you're trying to golf your way out of hell. thought that was pretty <laughs> interesting. And there's a lot of physics to it. Um, you're bouncing the ball off of walls, trying to hit certain things. And it's in like a, a pixel art 2D type of style. I mean, it looks like it could be a fun game. I thought it was worth recognizing. Yeah, so this is a roguelike too, I think. Yeah, th- I saw it. Yeah, a roguelike as I well. think I, so I was reading about this game and like I saw it was like a golf game roguelike. I'm like, how does that work? Uh, I, I guess you probably get unlocks while you're playing. I'm guessing. And then it affects the, your subsequent runs. Yeah, it's kind of unclear how the actual mechanic of golfing works. If they've got a meter where you press to start, press to stop, or how you actually hit the ball. Pretty uh, much bot. That's in my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> What's the price tag on this? Let's check the Steam page. Uh, none yet. Okay. okay. When does it come out? Uh, it coming coming soon. soon. Yeah. Okay. Keep an eye on that game. And uh, is he supposed to look like Mario? Uh, no. He looks a little bit like Mario. Wink. <laughs> yeah. He's got the hat and shirt. He has no mustache, though. No mustache. It's a young, young strapping Mario. <laughs> it's before he started to do plumbing. <laughs> Only dreamt about plumbing. He, he wanted his golf career, and then it didn't go the way he wanted, so then he went to plumbing. He went yeah. to saving a princess, so. There is a Mario golf game, isn't there? Yeah, there yes. Is. There's yeah. multiples of them. Yeah. That one's actually Multiple really good, Mario. the original one. Mm-hmm. I would yes. like to mention, and maybe someone can Very tell cool. Bobby, but the game starts. All right, starts. what about Redoubt 2? Oh. Sorry. Go ahead. The game, the game starts at the end of a golf championship that you are about to win on the last hole, and then as you lift up your golf club, you are struck by lightning and killed. And that, then you're that's why you're forced to golf through hell. I don't oh, know. so you're basically just in like this hellish loop of forcing purgatory, of purgatory, and being forced yeah. to golf because you were uh, about to win and do great, and then you just got hit by lightning and died and forever <laughs> in a loop. 
That's, yep, that's, that's why God's a bitch. Yep. That's why God's a bitch. <laughs> well, that's if you believe in him. But yeah, anyway, moving on. You guys are the <laughs> you guys are the funniest I've ever heard when Bobby's not hearing you. <laughs> you might have to lift up your hands when you're talking cuz uh we can't see your or Bobby can't see your mouth. Anyway, Bobby, what are we talking about? No, no, I was just trying to pass it along to you. Oh. And I, I can't see when they're talking. It's just sometimes I'm not always looking at the screen. But, yeah, I can see him on Discord when it lights up green. Okay. He's like, I don't we'll want to look at Nick's ugly face. We're going to get through this, guys. <laughs> uh, so I got read out, too. Um, I think Recycled put this up there. Um, it is a, like, a, what do you call it? Like a magnetic um, racing game, you know, where they lev off of the lev track or whatever. There's no name like for F-Zero. it. Like F-Zero? Yeah, like F-Zero, basically. Uh, but, you know, it's modern day uh, or uh, up-to-date. Modern day Star Fox. <laughs> um, up-to-date stuff. So this is part two. The first one had pretty good reviews. It's like 85%, and um, this is trying to grow off of the first one. Um, so I was reading it and looking at the videos. Uh, it's very, like, fast-paced stuff. You're trying to boost past each other. It's not a combat game. You're not shooting things at each other. It's just trying to get around each other, draft each other, stuff like that. Um, and the other thing that struck me about it was uh, custom ability. Apparently, there's, like, 12 chassis, and each chassis have their different weights. And then your boosters and your rockets and your coolers and your – there's, like, I don't know, something like 20 different things that you could switch out. So you could really, really customize these things. Um, it's all like, you know, hyper, um, like futuristic, like laser looking, uh, but it looks fun to me. Uh, if any of that looks, sounds fun to you, uh, red out two is what it's called. The release date of 2022. Yeah. Sometime this year. Cool. Huh. Looks uh, fun. Did red out one do pretty well or no? You yeah. Know. Well, 80, 84%, 85%. So oh, okay, uh, it, uh, but if you read read out too, it says our, a follow up to our critically acclaimed, <laughs> and I was like critically acclaimed eighty five. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, you know, yo, a B is a good fucking grade. Okay, if I know that if I was in that studio and I was like, we need some catchwords, I'd be like, we got an eighty four, guys. That's fucking critically acclaimed, <laughs> and everybody would be like, I don't know. I'm like, I fuck, I'm putting on there. I'll leave it up to you if I can. Mom, my presentation on sharks was critically acclaimed. I got a B on it. I got a B. It's good enough. Yeah. 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 So, speaking of something else that also looks pretty good enough, or I don't know, uh, I have Alien Dawn on my radar. It's a VR game, and it's, it's neat. It's like a massive multiplayer. Reminds me of Left for Dead, actually, because you do start from a like kind of safe zone, a safe place, and you with a team of people have to go through these. It's almost like a zombie apocalypse, but what ends up happening is a fucking UFO flies and an alien ship drops these zombies down and then you were shooting them in vr with your friends and the whole point is to go from point a to point b into the next safe room and safe zone and that's why to me it reminds me of left for dead but in a much funnier way because it is vr and so with vr you get a lot of funny stuff of just little things like you know picking up a flare gun and being like fuck i don't need this emilio here you go and chucking it at him and like it hitting him you know what i mean there's all yeah, these yeah, moments the like that and yeah the physics <laughs> in vr are always so funny to me and so 
this is going to be cool because it looks like it's got a lot of crossplay to it. And yeah, you're running around picking up different guns and killing these aliens because you go into like a different world of the future where, yeah, UFOs are dropping zombies and stuff down. And so you can have more than 10 people do like a co-op. And I believe this is also PVP as well. Um, but I'm not too entirely sure on how the mechanics of that is going to be working out. So, so you find a map and find your way of the safe places that you can go. And so we're looking at right now kind of some gameplay of it where there was a massive alien ship coming over and they do end up dropping like zombies and stuff that you and your team are going to fight. And so you'll get these maps and you'll look for these different points of interest and some of them are going to be safe areas and some of them are the goal, but you're not necessarily truly sure which one. You're trying to find radio towers, but they don't tell you exactly which one's a radio radio tower. So that way then you can call in for a helicopter to come get you and your team and fly out of there. Mm. Much like the bridge level of Left 4 Dead and one of the original. I think that actually I think that was Left 4 Dead 2 at the bridge level. Right, Bobby? Was that Left 4 Dead 2? Two. That had the bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of that because you remember when like the helicopter swooping down and picks you up from the bridge Mm -hmm. and it's just like epic chaos. Like there's been already I've seen in some of the trailers like moments like that here in this game. So this looks pretty fun and cool. That's a great idea because, like, even if your game is half the game that Left 4 Dead was, you add that VR, and this is going to put you right there at, like, a good game. You know what I mean? And it also just seems like a great game to play with your friends. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. just that alone will be worth it. I believe this game is uh, $15 last I checked, and it's already out, but it is on my radar of games that I want to play. I would have guessed way more. Yeah, Sounds it's good. Yeah, I wouldn't like, not have guessed that. Oh, little. you know it's cheaper. It's fourteen dollars, so definitely seems wow. well worth it, dude. I find that like some of these really good VR games are cheaper. Like The Wanderer was probably the most expensive that I paid, and I think it's absolutely worth it. But it was like forty bucks, but that's the most. You're right. I mean, shit, dude. Games these days are like sixty dollars normally, like especially the AAA ones. So. For what yeah. you get in VR. But they're probably factoring that, you know, our damn bodies fail us and you can only play VR for like an hour and a half to two hours <laughs> at a time. So, like, you know, who's going to spend $60 for an hour max of gameplay each day because your body's like, nope, we've had enough. Shut it down. Your eyes hurt, old lady. Go to bed. <laughs> Are, have we You're like, the body, is, <laughs> the body is weak. Yeah. Oh, no, the- the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. My mind's telling me yes, and my body's telling me no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> have we addressed you ask, uh, sounding like an old lady right now? Have we, have oh, we... I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I've got really bad allergies, guys, so I definitely sound like a hey, hot stuff. You want to get another bar drink? Let's hop. Yeah, I sound, I sound very, according to my coworkers, I sound like my a cougar. Lorraine. Yeah, right? Like, my name's Lorraine. Yeah, my coworkers told me that I sound like a cougar at a bar at two in the morning. Morning and I'm like, thank you. That's high praise. <laughs> it's crazy. You guys in my were line of work. That's that's hot. Yeah. Uh, Nick said Lorraine, and you were talking about uh, Velma. Uh, it's the same. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. The, it's the same person. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. Bobby, what you got? All right, Clash Artifacts of Chaos. This is the next game by uh, Ace Team. You know, that studio that I'm always raving about. Uh, And I'm really excited about this because it looks like they're going back and making, I I don't know if this is like a a sequel or if it's in any way related to the Xenoclash games, but those were their very early games, uh, some of their first games. And I really like those. They've just got this surreal environment and um, uh, pretty good uh, uh, melee combat. 
And based on the description of this game, Clash um, Artifacts of Chaos, it sounds like it's going to have all of that. Uh, I, I wonder what engine they're using on this. Um, so it, it is kind of weird that they have the word Clash in the title. And then the place, the location that this game takes place in is called Xenozoic or something like that. So it's right. like got the words in there. And of course, it's got all their signature stuff, you know, just like Eternal Cylinder. It's got these really crazy random monsters in it. Uh, they've got some interesting mechanics like this game that you play before you engage in combat with the enemy that can kind of influence it. And also something called passive multiplayer, um, where it, from what they were describing, it sounds a little bit like uh, Dark Souls, where mm. you can leave notes to people mm -hmm. um, and they can read it and you can invite people into your game and then co-op that way. Uh, I'm not too clear on how that's going to play out, but I am very interested. When do these brothers stop doing psychedelics? <laughs> like just long enough to make a game and then go right back up to the mountain. Yeah, they, I, I they've got like. an active imagination. I yeah, damn, do they? Yeah, this guy's beating up everyone. In this game, like, <laughs> Dude, no. you would think like, oh, he's got his, you know, he's got his weapon and going after the monster in the weak spot. No, he's literally just like straight up fisticuffs the biggest monster you can find. Yep, uh, it looks good, man, and. Yeah, dude, it's like spiritual successor, right, Bobby? Is what I'm smelling on this. this yeah, is, it seems a lot like those Xeno Clash games. Yeah, it's I mean, like they're, uh, they're some of the language to... is similar, and then you look at it, and it's yeah, the environment and the characters and uh, all that bizarre stuff. It, it's very similar. I'm rooting for these guys too, man. I, I feel like um, I mean, I feel like they're making money. I, yeah, I mean, they made the uh, Rock of Ages games. Yeah, you know, those that are alone. Big, so yeah. yeah, they're doing all right. Uh, release dates in November 2022. So I had no idea that they were working on a new game and that it was coming out this quickly. I mean, I feel like Eternal Cylinder, which I still have to finish, it came just came out. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I have, <laughs> I have, have a nice death. Uh, which is a 2D uh, roguelike. You know, I watched about, I don't know, are you, what did you watch? Five minutes of gameplay. And you can't really take too much from that. You know, it's um, it's fast-paced, very artistic, very, a lot of style in this thing. R looks really good. It looks like um, Inside. No, what was before Inside? Um, Limbo. Limbo. Looks like Limbo, but like fast-paced action with a sword, stuff like that. 2D. Uh, you don't see a lot of 2D roguelikes. Uh, the famous one is um, Dead Cells. And uh, yeah, but from from playing or for watching the gameplay, he was getting power-ups. He'd pick from one of three, and then his attacks would change a little bit. Uh, the The reviews on this are pretty good. I believe it's in like... The high eighties, I want to say, uh, on on uh, so Steve. critically acclaimed, critically acclaimed, Crit yeah. <laughs> so uh, critics I, love yeah. this game. Okay, eighty one, low eighties, is that right? Critically acclaimed. Yeah, I can't read it anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just because it's real, like it might be enough to carry uh, carry it along and have me buy it, but uh, I got my plate full right now. And I will talk about that later. Uh, Bobby, I also put the query on mine, but uh, I saw that you had it on there. So let's talk about it. The query. 
Oh, quarry, 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 quarry. I think it's yeah. quarry. Quarry, yeah, yeah. A rock quarry. <laughs> I thought you were saying yeah. daiquiri. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I saw this game uh, against uh, Christian posted this one, and at first I was like, okay, nothing really too exciting here. But then I thought, like, has there been a uh, choices matter, story driven horror game? There must have been, but I'm thinking more of like, uh, more like a uh, telltale game type of story driven game. And where choices really do matter. I've seen some like walking simulator horror games. There's plenty of those. Yeah. But I don't know. And that seems like a good fit, like to put horror into that. It seems like a type of game where horror could be more effective because it's kind of hard to make scary games that aren't just like jump scare machines. Yeah. And um, I was, I read in the description and in the details, the word cinematic came up a bunch of times. So yeah, I think you kind of, you know, they're going for this like, story that's being played and you're making decisions Mm -hmm. and maybe playing a little bit of it. Uh, Did you see the multiplayer part, Bobby? No, I did not. So there's two ways you can play multiplayer. One, uh, people can watch you and vote on what choices you want to make. Sounds kind of lame. And then uh, couch co-op up to seven players. Like, but I don't know how that works. Like, is it going to split it all well, up? Didn't or? the Telltale games start doing multiplayer or a co-op gaming in the Batman series? I never played yeah, those games, so. but I remember that was like Did one I? of the things. Yeah, it was kind of like when everyone was getting over the Telltale games. Like they, they were, were trying. Yeah, they were, me for straws. yeah, they were trying to do new things. And I'm pretty sure the Batman games, um, and again, like it, it wasn't very successful. So I don't think a lot of people remember it, but they're trying to incorporate some sort of multiplayer aspect into it. Uh, what I'm thinking is, because it said couch co-op, and the other one is like voting. This is what I'm guessing. I think it's hot seat co-op, Bobby. Mm. I, I feel like... Hot seat I, I Well, yes, but there's seven uh, teenagers, right? Camp, mm-hmm. camp, what are you, camp counselors, they're called? Whatever. Yeah. There's seven of them. I think you play your character, and then the next person takes over and plays their part up to a certain point, and you keep going that way. Mm. I think that's what they're going for. That's but a, that's the only way you could do it on something that's like, you know, a story-based. Yeah. Yeah. Not, like not story-based, but like, yeah, an interactive movie. Yeah. Um, Sniper was just showing the uh, cast list there. And there David was some Arquette. pretty big names. Yeah, David Arquette, uh, Ted Raimi. And, um, Is that? Eva Longoria. Eva, Eva, no, that's not. Wait. Did, I, did I read that or am I Evan Evangoria. Oh, Evan e- Evangoria. Evan Evangoria. Okay. <laughs> you a little hopeful there, there uh, buddy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Who's I'm, Ted Raimi? I'm that? guessing uh, uh, Sam Raimi's son. That's and also Lance cool. Henriksen. Um, he was Frank Black in Millennium, but he was he's, was in a bunch of horror movies. Pumpkinhead, a couple others I can't really remember right now. Oh, he was uh, Bishop in Aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when I looked at looked at the list of uh, actors, I'm looking at it and I blacked out for a second, like I usually do. I'm like, none of this makes sense to me. I was like, Bobby's going to know at least two to three of these people for sure. <laughs> read them all, Bobby. You got anything else? Do you know any of those other people? Uh, no, that's probably not not any other ones worth right. re- mentioning. Like Justice Smith, is that like? That's very familiar. I can't remember who that is exactly. Jaden Smith. That, that was the no, it was the, the child. No, it was the kid who was in the Son- not the Sonic movie, the Pokemon movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish you could. Change, <laughs> would, would you take all that movie knowledge and trade it in for like stock knowledge, dude? For stock. We'd be doing this in a spaceship right now. Oh, <laughs> Doesn't sound as fun. 
<laughs> We'd be asking Elon Musk right now. Yeah, it's true. So that's cool that it's coming out like June 10th and it's uh, it looks like it's full price. <laughs> yeah, it's being published by 2K Games. Yeah, full uh, price cool. is what was that? Was that $60 I saw? 60 bucks. Yeah, that's, yeah, 60 bucks. Wow. What else did uh, Supermassive do? Yeah, they got to pay fucking David Arquette, dude. He's got to get paid. <laughs> yeah. He's the WWE Dark champ pictures? of like what 2000 something. Huh? <laughs> uh Supermassive I I've heard of them before for sure. Not really? Yeah, I've heard of them before, too. Hmm. What are these games? I don't know. They look like horror games. <laughs> oh, we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pictures I one, Anthology? I brought up one of these games before. I was like, oh, you know, it'd be good to do a scary game that like this. It was like the Egyptian one. I brought it up before. Uh, but yeah, now they're going big. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Interesting. Go ahead, Dace. Oh, uh, well, what also seems kind of interesting is uh, Townsman VR. So Sniper sent me this. It was like a press release thing. I didn't play that much of it. I watched Ari play a little bit of it. Uh, I'm certainly intrigued because it is like a little city builder on an island, but in VR, which is exciting. (laughs) I would love to. Oh, my God. Yeah, like the show right (laughs) now, you can pick up a a fish from the water and then feed it to a cat right around there. So I really (laughs) love that See, if I would have done that, I would have given it a 10 out of 10 if I would have been able to get to that part. Yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it because you're the one that actually played it. It's pretty. I think the concept is pretty cool. I guess as someone who doesn't play VR, Ever besides Beat Saber, right. like it's it's hard to get into right away. It's the controls are very a little bit clunky. Um, you know, it's you, you click. I kept telling Amanda before I was like hitting every person and they just kept getting knocked out. I'm like, oh crap! Oh, you yeah. know, he was. I, I, the, the, all these guys see this invisible hand come out of nowhere and they just get smacked by it. Basically, <laughs> I'm and used then, to like, being a, I used to be the man and now I'm a god. I have so much power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look, you just throw, you can like literally just throw everyone around. And like the, the way you actually like assign people to do stuff is you pick them up and you're like, cut trees right now. <laughs> you throw them at the trees and you don't throw, the... you try not to throw them at the trees. You place them on the trees. But yeah, like it's pretty funny. And it's a cool concept because like you, you get to see like, you get to like turn around and like kind of see everything in person. And like I, did, I said, I didn't get to play much of it, but I think the concept would be cool. Yeah. Uh, that was a demo that you played or. I believe it's the I game. It's, it's just game. early access, oh, okay. and it's well. It said it was like in a beta, but like it's, it seems to have everything unlocked. From what I mean, nothing was stopping you, right, Ari? And when I was watching you, it looked like nothing was stopping. It was like the full game. Ari, do you have VR or I do not? Uh, you play Beat Saber? Where uh, uh, I have a friend. Oh. Actually, I have a friend who does a lot of uh, rhythm games. And uh, he has Beat Saber. Yeah, and it's I've funny shit. Yeah. Doesn't he? I could have sworn he has the actual. DDR like arcade. Yes, he has yeah. probably has multiple DDR arcades. Like the, the actual fucking, thing. The thing? The thing. Yeah. He's the rich kid from the fucking the early two thousands. Yeah, Gosh. kind of. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I want to play, but like, so he's like, he's really into DDR. Like, that's like one of the games he plays a lot. Let's play a let's play a mini game. What does a used DDR machine cost you? Because um, I. I don't know where to start. I don't think like the arcades like it costs as much as people think necessarily. Okay, I'm gonna say twenty. Throw out your number, wise guy. Yeah, twenty five hundred. Like probably somewhere between like a thousand twenty five hundred. Who are you? I'm way higher. I don't. Uh, uh, well, maybe I, I don't think you get them. I'm guessing eighteen hundred. 
We're playing prices right rules. We're playing <laughs> prices right. Yep. Wow. Twenty five hundred for I'm going me. Way high then. Eighteen hundred for Nick. I'm going four grand. Four grand for four a grand. Million. I'll go four thousand one. Four thousand one. You're, <laughs> you're a son of a bitch, and this is exactly why. <laughs> what about what about you, Ari? I, I said, what did I say? I'll say fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Oh, you guys are crazy. What about, maybe, what about it's you? It's the shipping sniper? that kills you. Make sure you include I, shipping. No, no, no! I don't include that. shipping because if someone goes and picks it up, then I see the price. I can't find a used one. I can only find uh, okay a, seven a grand ish. Seven grand for a new one. Yeah, do new prices, everyone. Okay, seven new grand. prices. I'm gonna say ten grand for new price. Ten grand. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say nine. Bobby, for brand new. Yep. Yeah. Uh, ten thousand one. <laughs> God damn, Bobby. Play the game, folks. Ruthless. Right. Is this just me to think this is way too much? I don't know. Hey! Right? Eight Do grand. I win? I win. Right? Yeah. Yep. You yep. win. Yeah. Nice. You guys don't know what damn. economics. We'll have a class later. I'll show you what's up. I have, I have, a lot another, of you I have can... another fucking question for you guys. What? Hey, when you were a kid, what did you think was a symbol of being rich? Hmm. Hmm. A symbol of being rich. I mean, I'll, I'll I, tell you mine. My I idea mean, of being rich as a kid was owning your own Slurpee machine. Ooh. Like, if you owned your own Slurpee machine, you were fucking rich. You had it. <laughs> like, Ooh. you were made. Because those are those things are huge back back then, fifteen years oh, ago. Oh yeah. Mine, mine was, was if you didn't have to share a bunk bed with your brother till you were fucking eighteen. Yes. You were rich. Oh my god, dude! Eighteen? Is that true? Jesus Christ! I can't imagine how many times you heard your brother beat off. Yeah, how'd that's you masturbate why, that's, yourself? That's why. That's why I moved out. One bathroom between six people. Two. Two. Are dude, you Mormon? That was, that was crazy. Yeah, no, he's Canadian, dude. He's way up in the woods. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Got to keep warm. <laughs> You can't get condoms in the snow? No, you just need to have a lot of family so that way it generates a bunch of heat in the house, you know? And then you insulate it well. That's why. <laughs> you laugh Wait, because you what know. Is, this is a, a centipede one. How much, like, how much does a regular arcade cost? Like, some of them aren't that expensive. Three, right? four grand? You think so? Three grand. I mean, for like a real one? Not yeah, it's the true. They, they come out with yeah. like a, not a, a lot of random ones that like are like 400 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, Maybe that's why I'm oh, thinking yeah. about the one-up no, ones. The, yeah, yeah, the OG ones. Uh, yeah, for me, you were rich if you could own like a projector, so you could have your own movie that, theater. Yeah, that's one. Car, that's like projector, house, car. I looked at that basically, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Having a pool—that's a good one. Where Coney has put that. Yeah, having a pool—that was another one. Yeah, yeah. You would be rich if you had a pool. The richest people I knew when I was a kid had a. Uh, projector TV. This is probably before all of your guys' time. It's it's a big screen TV, but it had four lights or three lights that projected the RGB onto mm-hmm. it. It was like its own projector system uh, within itself. Terrible, but it worked. And they had their own golf cart to get around their property. Okay, that's so, that's well, that's, that's actually business. what's making you rich is the golf cart around your property. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, something that you wear when you're probably not rich, if, especially if it's all you own, is tunic. And you're wearing a, a tunic. So what's that tunic. game about, dude? That's on your radar. You want to tell me about that? I mean, stri- there's not a whole lot to say about it. It's just a straight up uh, Zelda game. I, uh, I right? So I saw it's, this and uh, I kind of described it as furry Zelda. Yeah. 
Uh, free because it's on Game Pass. Furry, furry, furry. Zelda. Yeah. Oh, furry. I honestly have no idea how they're not going to get <laughs> copyrighted for this. He likes it so much more now that he heard it was furry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like. It's funny because like it's literally Zelda. Yeah. And I have I I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo came down. Well, it's Zelda. It's what Zelda used to be. Twenty years ago. Zelda's moved on to like open world three three D. This is more like an isometric. Yeah. This is like old school Zelda, and but yeah, I mean, uh, apparently it came out on the consoles. But I want to say that this is like Zelda for the for the PC. It's out on PC. It's on Game Pass. It just came out on Game Pass. I think this is a great way. It's got a, incredible views. I think it's ninety one percent on um, on Steam. I think it's a great way to pass some time if you got some time to kill. Uh, these games are always good. You know, and some of the, if somehow you didn't play one of the old Zelda games, like what made them great was uh, that you would see an area or an item that you really wanted, but you couldn't get there. Uh, so you needed you you don't even know what you need, but you could see like oh I got to get over this chasm somehow and then later on you kill some random thing and you're like oh i got a grappling hook and then you have this grappling hook and you're killing things with it and you're like oh what the fuck i can use this grappling hook to get across that fucking chasm and it's just that times like you to do it over and over rinse and repeat but yeah that's basically the the whole thing behind zelda games and what makes them so great it, it's a little i was thinking about this the other day there's there's some similarities between Metroidvanias and the, what it makes Zelda great. It's about getting an item that gets you past a certain barrier and you backtracking to get past that barrier with this new item. And it's so satisfying that there's two genres. There's the action-adventure one and there's the Metroidvania one. And that that feeling is so good. Although, I guess we'll talk about Hollow Knight and how I felt about that. Actually, we'll go right into it. That's a great idea. Yeah, the yeah. game of the yeah, week was idea. Hollow Knight, and so yeah, everybody we all play. I know. Yeah, well, you saw. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Watch. But yeah. yeah, so go go ahead. Maybe. I mean, I'll, I'll get right into it. It's a it's a Metroidvania, um, very light on the Souls light, and yes. I, I would only say that in that I really felt like. Um, I, let me really quickly say it. It's a two D. Metroidvania, I guess. Is that what you guys would cancel? I, I mean, mean Metroidvania, Metroidvania is 2D. Is usually 2D. Usually, yeah. Yeah, almost always, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, there, uh, some people have called it a Souls-like, and I'll put it in that category because you can't spam attack and hope for the best. I mean, you can. Sometimes you'll win. But your attacks have to be pretty deliberate and timed well for them to have yeah. maximum uh, effectiveness. So it's like deliberate attacking, no spamming, and you'll 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 do a lot better. That makes um, a lot of sense. That's yeah. part of why I didn't do very. Yeah, well. you're yeah. probably spamming the yeah. attack button. Absolutely. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, if you time it right, you, you just slaughter things. And you just keep moving through. Um, so there's that, and uh, there is uh, the Metrovania part where you are, you know, you go, you get to a certain area, you can't get past it until you get another ability. That which you don't know where that is, so you go and explore more until you find what that is. Um, I was having fun, and the game looks good. It doesn't look great. 
after playing something like Ori in the Blind Forest, which is some of the m- most beautiful artwork I've ever seen on my screen, and then going to this and then saying it also looks great, it you can't even put it in the same realm uh, graphically. Uh, I think that that's my personal opinion. One is like a work of art, and the other one is kind of like 16-bit graphics. So I, I don't want to say talk shit or anything about it because I don't know how big the development studio or anything. One was uh, fucking funded by Microsoft, so that's a ton of money. I, I get it. Um, but, you know, this... I have always heard Hollow Knight is like one of these like great, fantastic games, top tier. And um, it, it lost me when I found out that the Metrovania was also a maze. And that like you had to yep. p- you had to pay for map uh, pieces. Not only once you got the map, you had to pay uh, to get uh, map markers. So like to see yourself on the map, to see where you're at on a map, that was an additional cost. And when I say in cost, it's just souls. You know, souls that you take from bad guys, which is all fine. But it's um, it's a small development um, trick to make people play the same content over and over and over and over again uh, so that you maximize what little amount you can. Again, if this was a small team, I get it, and you made a great uh, game and it was a success for what it was, uh, but stacked up against other Metroidvanias in this same thing. And I'm not just talking, I'm also talking about Yoko's uh, Island Express. Uh, there's a bunch of games in this in this sphere. Um I, I'm going to put it on like a, I can't recommend because, because unless you haven't, you've, you haven't played Ori, you haven't played Yoko's Island Express. Um, there's probably a couple other that I, that I'm missing here. It's not a bad game. It's just not like top tier. Like I had expected it to be. So <clears throat> interesting thing. It's, it's developed by team cherry, which is a group of three people. Yeah. So three people designed this game in that case. Credible, incredible. Yeah. And that's why like, I didn't want to be like, Oh, shitty game, whatever. Like I get it. Like, this is for three people. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember this popping up before uh, when in is similar to Shovel Knight, which was also an incredibly small team uh, that developed a game similar, I think, to this one. Um, but yeah, like it's kind of amazing sometimes what these small games can or small developing teams can create. But then there's still setbacks that happen, even if it yeah. is amazing from a small team that you get from a small team. In Again, if I was the yeah. fourth guy on that team, I'd be like, guys, we got to maximize what we've already built. Absolutely. Let's them walk. Let it, let's make them walk across the same part apart like 10 times and then they'll think the game is let's, 10 times longer. Let's make sure the game is only five colors. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> five colors. That's all we got. We can't, can't afford five. <laughs> we can't afford that six color. We can't afford it. And then you're like, bro, I've got kids. Like what kind of you, I can't do an artful masterpiece on this game. <laughs> but no, I, to me, I actually really liked this game. I was not anticipating liking it. Um, I'm not a fan of souls like games. I don't like repeating shit like t- two or three times over and over again. So I was kind of apprehensive i try to not go into games especially games of the week and stuff with a lot of high expectations or low expectations right but i had a feeling that i wasn't gonna like the game and i'm wrong i i liked it i thought it was 
uh, pretty fun. I love the aesthetic. It reminds me of um, like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of vibe, and I, that's one of my favorite movies, so I loved that. And I thought this was really cool, but I also agree. I feel like after... I don't know. I feel like if I were to play for like an hour or two straight, I'd be like, eh, okay, I've kind of had enough because there are a lot of things where you're repeating. And while I think it's kind of cool on one hand in terms of trying something somewhat new or not constant of unlocking different map pieces and different parts on the map, it is kind of annoying that it's attached to the monetary gain of like money and things like that. But I do really like how easy it was to heal yourself off of killing multiple creatures, you gather kind of like their soul essence in the top left corner, and then you can heal yourself by, if you're playing the controller, holding down B and stuff, and then you accumulate kind of somewhat of another health health point, another heart or another skull as they show it here. And that's really nice that you're not like limited to waiting until you get to rest stops or checkpoints to heal. You can heal right after killing anything. But I am a button masher kind of person. I'm not very good at combos, so... To me, I, uh, you know, that kind of made me die a lot more than I probably needed to because, yeah, there's just that. But I don't know. I liked it. What about you, Bobby? Did you play Hollow Knight? I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, I had seen the, the rave reviews on this, so I think I went in with high expectations. And then after playing it for a little while, I thought, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. But I, I'm curious, when did this game come out? I feel like it's been a while. I know I know they have some DLC, Silk Song, I believe it's called. Uh, but to me, it kind of felt like, this is probably a game that came out and everybody was really amazed by it. But you know those games that you play and you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah, okay, it came out in 2017, February 2017. But you know those games you play and you and um, you, you probably played them like five, ten years ago and then you tell everyone else like how great it is and they go to play it and they're just like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Because, you know, time has passed. The uh, environment has changed. And uh, that's kind of what this game felt like. Like one that was probably amazing five years ago, but nowadays it's just pretty good. Um, I did make the mistake of playing with the keyboard and mouse at first, and this game really needs to be played with a with a controller, uh, especially when you start unlocking more of the abilities. Like it's just crucial to play with the controller. Um, but the controls are really good. I feel like that's a very good part of this game. the uh, The attacks have like some weight to them, some crunch. Like when you hit enemies, uh, there's a kind of a knockback effect on your character. So uh, you have to compensate for that. But at the same time, it, it just kind of makes a game. It gives it the satisfying feel. And I like the boss fights, too. So, yeah, I'm in I'm in the group with the same group as you guys. Good. I mean, not not amazing. I think we saw like the 95 plus percent on Steam and thought, you know, this was just going to like change our lives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And that knockback mechanic, uh, it can be used for puzzle solving, like, you know. Uh, you jump over some spikes, you swipe at the spikes, that gives you a little tiny jump to get to the next spikes, you swipe those, yeah. and so mm-hmm. on and so on, which is cool. I So one thing I wanted to mention about this game that I really liked about it was that you definitely see, now that you mentioned that it was three people, you definitely see all the things that they use to kind of like irk out a little bit more of the game. Like, like you just said, like that little jump thing that where you can just jump and you get like a little bit extra of a jump. The boss fights, they're they're they are a little bit more souls like than the more than the rest of the game. Um, how far did you guys get as far as like which boss did you guys get to? 
Honestly, not to dude. these spiders, dude. I <laughs> would definitely not like this game if I was on this level that they're showing right now. There's spiders coming from everywhere, man. That freaks me <laughs> out. Oh, I'd be so freaked dark. out. And it's, it's dark. dark. Yeah. yeah. It's super dark. Um, That's so lazy to me, too, though. God, I hate when they add spiders everywhere. It's just like, oh, is that lazy? I don't think it's lazy. It's, it's fucking obvious. lazy. Everybody <laughs> does that. Like, oh, what is, what is everybody afraid of? A fucking spider. Do we need spiders in Skyrim? No, you have dragons, bitch. You don't need spiders in Skyrim, but they add them anyway. Wow. Like, no, I've I never, hate that. This is a hot take. I yeah, I hate that, dude. I spiders. hate when they add spiders. It's mostly because I'm terrified of yeah, them. No, so I'm I get a big it. bitch yeah, yeah, with yeah, them. That's yeah. why. So it stands out to me. I'm like, wow, spider, really? Well, novel fucking idea. Nobody's ever put a spider in a video game. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Thumbs down. You will not play. <laughs> Terrible development studio. No, I didn't get too far in a crazy boss, though. Uh, two and a half hours. Dude, I w- seriously, the map thing like irked me so much and the backtracking. Well, I-, I just hate backtracking. And I, I won't just blame like uh, Well, they got Metroid that bug. You can ride that bug. <laughs> <laughs> what well, was the name I of the bug? I can't remember. I played the uh, game in French too, so like I didn't really. Think oh, about you play it in French? Hell yeah, because he's trying to learn French before well, he goes to France. Right, right, right. I appreciate that. I do that shit all the time, dude. I love it. Hell yeah. Uh, forget what we were talking about. Where are we at? The boss. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Which which bosses did you guys get to? Uh, I beat the first one. I know that for sure. I got to the Vengeful King. There's a third boss. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's I. So it's hard to it's hard to play this game and be like, oh, I'm playing Elden Ring, which is a goddamn game of the year for 2022. You know, yeah. It, um, you can't put them. You can't. You can't even though they're both you good, you cannot put them on the same scale because a different amounts of money and effort went into both of them. Not effort exactly. like hours worked, but uh, you only have three guys. How hard could three guys work versus uh, a, whole team. a multi-million dollar a studio? Mega corporation, yeah. Um, we can we go all agree, they, right? Like for what they had, uh, they yeah. made a really good game, and it's cute I as agree. fuck. Yep, it's cool. Um, I will I will say the game's great. Um, it's it's a recommend for me if you have you're on a budget and you have Game Pass and and you enjoy a Metroidvania and you want to explore. Um, I do have a friend who's like Metroidvanias are his shit, and um. And what he called Dark Souls is his shit. When I told him about this game, and he's like, he never heard of Hollow Knight. He was ecstatic. Like this is his favorite game of all time. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. There's people out there. Mini Del Macho did. How many Metrovanias did he play in a row? Like six or seven, right? He did like a whole. Do you remember that, Bobby? No, Bobby slept through that whole <laughs> uh, season. He was playing hots that whole time. No, I don't know what he was. <laughs> yeah, he played like six or seven in a row. He's like, I'm going to try to play one every Sorry, week. I mean, I remember him always playing those. Yeah, he was trying to beat one every week. I remember the lotion really loving this game, too. Yeah, a lot of people really like it, and it's good, especially yeah. knowing that like it was such a small team. I mean, yeah. they really did an amazing job. Yep. Um, I didn't play it, but what I find interesting is like the kind of directional attacking. That that's not. I don't think that's very common in... Two Ds, yeah, 2D, uh, yeah, up, down, yeah, and, kinda, down. and like obviously, like my picture is Ryu Hayabusa, so I uh, Ninja Game is one of my favorite games, and like movement and stuff like mm. that, I find to be really cool, and I find like him dashing up and down and like kind of attacking different enemies and stuff like that adds a little bit more like strategic element to the the combat as opposed to just like sending out a whip and just like they die. 
Yeah. And that's uh, what Amelia was saying is that you got to have good timing with this game. Yeah. You can't yeah. just keep smashing because you won't last long, which is why I didn't last long when I played the game. Um, so, yeah, it's free on Game Pass. Definitely check it out, man. I mean, I definitely recommend for free. For free, uh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, for free, definitely recommend. Absolutely. Yeah. And by the way, every time somebody downloads this game, I believe they make, make a little bit of money on Game Pass. So go download it and then play it when at your leisure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Hollow Knight. That was our game of the weeks. Do um I I will put it up again, but we don't have to do it. Uh I would love to play more Guardians of the Galaxy. If you guys all want to play it, I'm um, down. I think it's a good one to do. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. Let's do it. Nick, you in? Yeah, I'm down to play it. All it's right, on cool. it's on Game Pass, right? Yep. Game Pass, yeah. Yep. All right. Next okay. game of the week yep. is Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. And moving on to our other games, games that we've played. Uh, we're going on to highlights. Bobby, tell me a little bit about this uh, data impressions technology. <laughs> okay, okay, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, uh, young boy. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got to, um, I don't know. I, I listed some stuff on here, but it's all part of like a larger story. <laughs> so I went to something called the Q uh, this weekend, Computer Using Education. It's this big conference that they do once a year out in Palm Springs for educators, and there's a focus on technology. And some of my colleagues were actually presenting out there. So I, I went there for that, and um, I thought, yeah, it'll be cool. You know, there's going to be some educational stuff that some things I might find interesting, but probably not. Yes. A uh, couple questions. Okay. First of all, in your old position, would you have gone to this thing? Uh, they wouldn't have paid for it. Right. No. It's and like then, 400 bucks to get in, plus the hotel room uh, was like another 600 It was really expensive. Yeah. And then two, have you gone from n- having coworkers to now colleagues? <laughs> I believe that you just made that... <laughs> No, that job. That's just, everybody. Again, that's, like, me. that's just my, my brain like colleagues. just being soaked in French for too long. Um, no, dude. Yeah, no, because they say and then oh, yeah, they I say see. collègue. That's yeah, en français. But uh, yeah, so plus it sounds more professional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to break in there. Bob. Okay, great. Yeah. Where was I? <laughs> so I, I went to this convention and like um, uh, I noticed they had some sessions on esports. So I was like, hmm, okay, that's interesting. And I'm Ooh. walking the exhibit hall and um, I they've got this. So Data Impressions Technology, that was a company that was uh, out there and they have like this turnkey solution for uh, uh, esports uh, in education. So you can um, just like order, like I need uh, like an arena for our gym or something like that. Um, so they, they just sell like technology and stuff, but what was really interesting was the, um, some of the sessions that I sat in on, there is a, I think it's actually in the Palm desert, uh, school district. They've set up an esports organization out there, intramural play, and they are expanding it into their middle school. And that's what a lot of these, uh, presentations were here was people just saying like, Hey, this is what we did in our district or in our school. And mm-hmm. it was really effective for us. And this is how we did it. And they do like an hour presentation. I mean, that's what uh, my colleagues were doing out there as well in their presentation. Cause we went from a cart model to one-to-one with our devices when COVID hit. And, um, that's what they were talking about. But I'm any- curious, Bobby, like, uh, how, how do you go from esports to like teaching these kids something? Like, like, what's ha- the connection? Yeah, what's the connection? I mean, you know, they, they try to draw connections like, you know, it's it, it's good for socializing and communication and it gets them interested in technology. But really, they're just trying to look at it like 
um, you know, schools have uh, basketball teams and football teams. Yeah, Why yeah. not have an esports team? Yeah, 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 you know, and colleges are offering scholarships for it now. So I, there's a lot of stuff to be done. Okay, college are off. Hold up, <clears throat> colleges are offering scholarships yes. to being yes. really and good the, at playing. The military is also recruiting people. To play for their esports team. Fuck, teams. I was wrong in the, I there was was in the a, wrong generation. Dude. Yeah. Definitely a Haas team that was literally just like the U.S. military that mm-hmm. we, yep. we played against. Yeah, and they had here's the branch has their own team, really big, by the way. Uh, all the colleges playing each other, and you know the TESPA organization's pretty big at the college level. But yeah, so this um, like NASIF is another uh, um, nonprofit organization that tries to. Uh, organize esports uh, across like K through 12 throughout the the country too. But it was actually really, I I started talking with, um, oh my God, like I don't want to say colleagues now because I'm getting called out for it. I was talking with my coworkers about this. And of course, one of them's just like, I don't get that though. It's like, I mean, it's not like football and you know, the, and I gave her the usual speech that I always get like the, it bugs me to no end that they call it esports because it invites the comparison to normal sports, and it's really right. better just to think of it as a really exciting chess match. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you had that chess club before, is it? Yeah, there is very few parallel uh, differences between chess club and an esports uh, organization, right? I mean, Wait, it's what? the exact same thing. Uh-huh. It's only, it's very very close. Yeah, but you said there were very few. Parallels. A lot more, there's I a lot think. more carpal tunnel. No, no, but no. I, I understand what you're saying. I understand <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like a more exciting chess club. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, also, um, in talking with them, I realized they have already recently installed uh, like equipment in two of the high schools in our district for this. And this is something that they've been trying to get going, and they've had some trouble on the networking side. And nobody in the IT department really wants to support Bobby. it. <laughs> You're the guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the guy. You're literally born for this. Yeah. Dude. So when they found out, like, it came up over the weekend because I spent a lot of time with them. We're yeah. out of having dinners and all. And, uh, yeah, it came up that I was a gamer. And they're like, oh, well, you'd be <laughs> great for this. I, I, and I'm sure, yeah, that'd be great. I can help out. But the problem is, you know, what's so fascinating at my job. There's no gamers in the IT department. Right. Like, like, like not a one. Yeah. I mean, I'm like the youngest one in there, I think, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'm not that surprised, but still, it, it, it's kind of weird. I know this didn't happen, but this is, this is how it went down in my head. There was like a presenter talking, so we're going to have to move towards esports. Uh, we're going to have to start looking for people that both know our field and also know the younger generations. And Bobby in the background is like, dresses Batman, like, <clears throat> this all eyes on him, spotlight. <laughs> Boom. He's the mud. You're the chosen one, dude. Well, yeah, you better I mean, get your paid calling, as the chosen well, one. They're going to be like, then. just name your price. Make the yeah, team I mean, as this good as they some, are. Some exciting stuff, and I'm happy to help out with it. They've already got someone handling some of it. But what I realized in... Um, that guy could fuck off. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but what I realized um, when I was uh, listening to... Because, again, I went to the session where this um, uh, IT administrator and like some of the coaches and some of the people who work in like, like counselors at the school, like they had lots of people up there and basically they were just talking about how they did it. And it involves a lot of people because there's so many things involved that you need to, um, to take into account. Like the, the networking side, nobody wants to handle that in my district. Apparently ed tech is all about it, but it is like, no, we don't want to get involved. And it, it would require a lot of work on their end. But on top of that, you've also got to do things like create accounts. You've got to get parent permission. You've got to like, okay, mm-hmm. certain things. And um, like, there's just 
there's just a lot to do. You have to like explain this to the teachers and the students and there's just a lot of logistics involved. But what I found really interesting was throughout what was cool about this too, as well, after, after this presentation had happened, or at least one of them, they had some middle school kids and they had their little esports thing set up and it was real cute. You know, it's like these little middle school kids, but, and they had some of them that were like trying to be shoutcasters or commentators yeah, yeah, yeah. doing it. And it's just like, That's you know, it's so middle cool. school yeah, kids yeah. doing it. So it's not like blizzard arena level or anything like that, but like they, you know, they were doing a good job uh, and they gave like a little presentation and like all these old, like teachers are sitting around watching them just like, Hmm, like observing, like yeah. these are monkeys in a cage you know they're just not quite sure what they're saying it was hilarious but um the games that are most popular that they're playing are number one league of legends and a problem that they kept running into is they would say like you know the community really wants to play this game they take it to the superintendent and they're like it has guns nope so obviously things like counter-strike are out overwatch valorant like they shot those down really quick just because that's like a tough thing to uh so anything with guns yeah, if like League gun, I mean, League of guns. Legends probably has characters with guns, but since it's not as prominent, it's not like Counter Strike or PUBG right, or right, something right. where it's yeah, just shoot. It's not, I'm gonna say that aspect. like, how is that any different from football? We're yeah, I know, well, I think football is a super violent sport yeah. too, it's incredibly violent, and it's yeah. like literally the poster game of like war. It was made. It was made to simulate war. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not even that. It's like the game to go for like half the country yeah like people are like we want our football team and these kids end up with yeah it doesn't no make e-sport, any sense no esports kids end up with concussions <laughs> but did it ever have like the kind of societal taboo that like the, yeah. of a history that i must say have? Can, I, can i tell you something so the when football was first invented people were literally dying yeah and theodore roosevelt actually said like yo we need to, we need to stop these people from dying right now <laughs> like yeah. literally well, you've like, seen the the <laughs> Uh, padding for like old football players it was like nothing, dude. It's like a bed sheet that they put on. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like things they like added, a piece they of didn't, leather. They didn't have passing at first. It was just the run up the middle, yeah. go, and the, like that's like, the, like probably the most brutal part. Like passing actually makes it like less brutal. Yeah, but and, it's it's socially acceptable. It's a, it's a optics thing. So I mean, it's like yeah, dude. DUIs kill like a shooting. ton of people, but smoking weed's like the real <laughs> crime yeah, here. You know, it's just I like mean, it's a, all, all I'm saying is is like. A fifteen. I think, obviously, something with like super, like if it was like Mortal Kombat, I I could understand something like that, like yeah. something like really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but like, like Bobby was saying though, it's optics. Like taking a gun, aiming it, and shooting it at somebody's head, especially right now after all these uh, school shootings and stuff, they don't want to promote any of that, and I can see it. Yeah, I will be okay with that as long as they get rid of football. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it'll happen tomorrow. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's but, on its way out. Okay. It, it, so League of Legends was the number one game. Second game, Super Smash Bros. Mm. Yeah. And then that a lot. third game, Rocket League. Yeah. yeah. So those are the three biggest games. That Overwatch, there. I guess Overwatch probably was one of the bigger ones at some point. Overwatch, I think. Well, I don't know. I weirdly enough got an email from uh, Blizzard today saying like Overwatch League is starting up. I'm like uh, unsubscribe. Where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. like, why am I getting this? I only... But yeah, it was a super popular game. Um, I don't know how they're doing right now. If like kids are over it, but but I... also aiming and shooting though. 
Yeah, exactly. It's right. it's yeah. like a gun based. Yeah, but game, it's like so. happy go lucky shooting. Yeah, but, like, it's wow. still an optics thing. Yeah, it's no. gods. But yeah. but once it's you get to that first person shooter point of view, that's yeah. I think where the problem. I guess for high school, the college I guess doesn't care, right? About any of that? No, I, no, I no. College is very different because yeah. you're dealing with adults too. In college, they're at least eighteen and up. So because I dealt with a lot of college, like so here's the dorms. Right. I did something. I did help coach along that, and then I knew about like a lot of Hearthstone. There was a lot of over like the school near me, University of Delaware, had a really good Overwatch team. I know that, and uh, it was pretty insane. Like they did a lot of that was one of them popular. And obviously, I played a lot of Smash, so that was a big thing near there. So mm-hmm. I guess Smash is probably Smash is probably the easiest one to pull off as far as like high school goes, like fighting games in general. But you're talking about middle school, right, Bobby? No, no. So they had set it up with their high schools, oh, high but school. they were expanding it to their middle school. Oh, but they were mainly talking about how things went oh. with their high school. I mean, what you want, I guess what they're going for is student engagement in anything. Mm-hmm. If we can wrangle these kids in and make them focus on anything, that's a good thing, yeah. right? And I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm not an educator, Bobby. I don't know if you know this. But like, I feel like you have to expand your mind and make a new few new experiences like um, connections in your brain to play league at, at the top level. Or even mo- if you're moving, yeah. your brain has to start moving in ways it's never moved before for you to be a good league player. Well, I, yeah, I think there's educational value in, in video games and not just particularly like ones that are focused on education. But I mean, it I, like for me, I only learned to build a computer so I could play video games. Right. That was like really the the thrust behind all my um, that was like my motivation for learning all this stuff. But at the same time, like I feel like playing lots of video games, I know my way around a UI, you know, and yeah. that translates yes. directly over to websites and applications and just about anything else that I use. And I feel like you know, even when you find people that work in IT, it's kind of obvious which ones aren't aren't gamers because it's just, I don't know. There's such a, uh, there's such a similarity between video games and like professional it stuff. Um, In my experience with what I've worked with, cause we deal with it a lot since we use a lot of different software for the machinery that we use in the hospital and labs. I can tell which it people are not gamers as well because they can't innovate. If they can't figure it out, they're just like, Oh, well, Call the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. We don't. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know. But the gamers yeah. are the ones sitting here being like, "Okay, well, let me look into it." And then they come up with these different, <laughs> mm-hmm. almost creative solutions for it that end up we working gotta, out. We got to bust down the wall right here. This the item is behind it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so actually, what's funny is I was like, I was looking at a bunch of studies. The thing about gaming is like you re- you have to have fast reflexes and think quickly and creatively and like that's problem just, solving. Yeah, like. The video games are proven to do that. Help you, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Poppy read a book box, by a general that said that all of it's no oh god, it's all bullshit. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. whatever. No, you definitely like develop more neurons. Yeah. Just was, by just like playing yeah. video games. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, there's always too much or you know whatever. But like, yeah, one the kid, amount of, one well, kid raised in the w- woods that has to like cook his own dinner and hunt his own food is probably. I, shit, I don't know. Now that I'm talking about saying it out loud, is he making more uh, neural connections than the kid that's playing League of Legends? I don't know. I don't know. Not. <laughs> I, I think that would that's be a tough, stretch, but... right? Like, I, it could. I be... mean, if he's like straight up like well, hunting people, it's... hunting not people, but like yeah. animals. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Most dangerous Whoa. game. No. If he's no. straight up having to like do something, it was fun reactive. having Arya on the podcast. <laughs> uh, 
No, All right, so but it's a it's a skill set that you're developing. So if you have a kid out there raised by wolves, like cooking his own dinner and you know making his own fire and stuff, like yeah, that's great if he's gonna like. Uh, you know, work in uh, national forest or something like that. Like if that kid wants a future in IT, like probably not the best fit, right. you know? So if you have kids that are playing esports and video games, like so, they're probably naturally going to gravitate towards something and, in the tech field. And where is there more of a demand right now? Tech. We need, we so, need, so go, go up a little yeah, bit. We there. don't need wolf people. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need wolf people. <laughs> wolf people. We need a less wolf people now. And more <laughs> of you. Bobby, I, for, so. It was a joke earlier. Nick's never been funnier than this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the social wolf. Okay. Uh, there was, I do remember seeing, I believe it might have been through Science Magazine. I do remember seeing an article, though, that really looked into uh, how people's brains and neuro, like neurons fire during playing uh, first person shooters. And they are more connected. And obviously, you get uh, much faster reflexes, but they found that your brain will start making certain neurological synapses and connections playing video <laughs> games that you normally necessarily wouldn't. <laughs> and uh, so that's kind of a, an argument for video <laughs> games and teaching people. And yeah, I, th- I yes. think Sniper, that gamers are the best, but, so, but I might be biased. Yeah, and like, I think really, even like the dumbest, like, all you do is mindlessly shoot people. Like, that probably helps you think faster, honestly. No, yeah. no, I'm not saying that that's like a great game that people should be playing. I'm just saying, like, I can see the argument for like games being very similar to athletics in that. In that regard, because I think, like, if you play, uh, I can't. I never said that. First of all, uh, I said uh, they're hunting people in the woods or whatever. But, um, like, you know, if a basketball player has to constantly go through the motions and doing certain things, and I yeah. feel like that's a useful skill. And I think gamers do the same thing. They just not dunking is the difference, right? You lose the physical part. Yeah, you lose the physical part. Yeah, unless you Which play VR. Then there you go. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend getting in shape, but <laughs> but, if you don't, but if you don't, but if you don't play video games, <laughs> no, no, no. If you can't if you dunk, don't. if you can't dunk, then then you get in work, you get your workouts in, and then you play video games right yeah, after, yeah. and you're basically <clears throat> Bobby. Was there and to the story we win? Hmm? I don't yeah, even know where it was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that was pretty much it. I think the biggest challenge that lies ahead. That's exciting. Really, yeah, yeah, it's cool. You know, I mean, I haven't really been following esports much recently, but uh, it was it, it was kind of cool to see this stuff happening. I think the biggest challenge that lies ahead is really convincing like parents and teachers because I, gaming has often been seen as like the antithesis of uh, you know, of education. Yeah, so, yeah. but and like honestly, it was a huge distraction for me. You know, like when I was growing up, it definitely like impacted my my learning and probably um, my career as well, like early on, but there wasn't any structure in place to kind of guide me back then. So if they actually, if schools actually try to do organized esports and create academic requirements and do all the legwork, then like the kids that you can't play football unless you get a B. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is all set up for people who play basketball, football, baseball, or whatever, but not, not really for esports. So, you know, if we, if we do that stuff, then it's not going to be a problem. You know, it's right. not going to allow kids to develop these. And they're going to be doing it anyway. Years. Might as well focus that shit. Yeah, so that's, I, yeah. Must, <laughs> I must say, as someone with, I've had a lot of experience with, like, I've played Smash. Like, Smash was the last thing I really played, like, super competitively. Uh, Melee, the last one? No, I, I Ultimate on the Switch. Okay. The one before I played was uh, Smash 4 okay. on Wii, Wii U. 
We don't talk about that system. Um, Nobody does. <laughs> but um, I must say, so like when I I started playing a lot of competitive fighting games, and I'm I'm not saying like I'm the best, but I I started competing in tournaments a little bit, and my I played hockey growing up. But my parents would go to every game, but I'm like, mom, I'm going to a uh, fight, uh, you know, a street fighter tournament. And I'm like, oh, okay, they no didn't. Ca- it's not that they didn't low support. They they didn't mind me doing it. They just like you wouldn't think to like. Yeah. They wouldn't go to it. Right. But I do see a lot of the younger kids' parents when I went to Smash tournaments because I'm the oldest person there every single time. And uh, maybe you shouldn't be already. <laughs> <laughs> this was like three years ago, too. I was like 28 or whatever, 27. Yeah, yeah. The, the Smash crowd is a younger crowd. When I go to, to fight, to, you know, Street Fighter, yeah. I'm like, there's like 40 year olds there. You yeah. know, you know how it is. Yeah. But there's a lot of parents there. Is what I'm trying to say. That yeah. I think I think that the younger generation of parents probably appreciate the esports aspect a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's definitely changing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My only question would be like, what about the kids? Like, I, I'm gonna think about myself. I never grew up being. In, I'm not super competitive. I like a challenge, but I don't like to be massively competitive. There's a whole just a like a gamer club in general. You know, instead of everything just being focused on the competitive side. Of gaming, mm-hmm. because for like me, a book club. you go to the yeah, anime like a club, book club. Okay, yeah, exactly, or like that. Yeah, because for yeah. me, like Bobby, you were saying that it was a distraction for you growing up. For me, it was the absolute opposite. It enhanced everything. My addiction mm-hmm. like exploded out of the roof, and I remember being uh, a That's sixth funny, grader. My dick exploded out of the roof. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Amelia? You could use more addiction. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I remember addiction. being like in sixth grade, and we had to take a reading assessment exam to see where our reading level was and i was in sixth grade so like i don't know how old that young what 10 years old 12 i don't know i'm guessing. well 16 would be sophomore year of high school bobby knows. so i don't either 12, way 12 12 how old are you yeah, in sixth young... grade bobby uh it's five plus the grade that's how you got to remember it. So Whoa. sixth so grade is six plus five, 11. Yeah, okay. 11. Probably 11. So 11. So I was 11 years old, and this is after I was playing a shitload of uh, Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. They told me that I had a reading comprehension level of a 24-year-old. And it's because Whoa. of the Elder Scrolls. It's yeah. because of the Elder Scrolls. Like, so that's what I mean. <laughs> but, Elder Scrolls taught but me. There's no we don't way. read anymore. Yeah, well, so you should. <laughs> I was probably playing way too much Halo, and they're like... You keep making grunting sounds. What, what's with that? Oh, yeah. You have the attention span of a fly. I, don't know. I think my problem. He doesn't was... know what electricity is. But he, he, Plasma he, weaponry. Yeah. A plus. Stick this man in a scorpion tank, and he's a goddamn savant. <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, I feel like we definitely got into the weeds with that one. Yeah. Uh, so, Emilio, tell me a bit about inscription. I will. Uh, everybody, get your splash zone stuff because I'm about to gush. Oh my! Oh my God! Do I love this card game? game. It is so good. Um, so we we talked about it a few times. It seemed like a creepy card game, um, and that I was too afraid to play it. That's the last thing that I said about it. But JP oh Diddy bought it for me like two months ago, and today I was like, oh, I need something to play for the cast, so I'll, I'll load it up. And I played it for about three hours today. And uh, by, by the way, my only three gaming hours for the week was today before the cast. Um, it's been rough out there lately. Uh, anyway, um, 
so it's it's um what's the one that you play all the time? Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. <laughs> I love that game. Okay. Slay the Spire is so good. Uh, and it was the first one that really broke out that had this like you know, it was like roguelike, but it was card based and it had the branching things. We've talked about this endlessly because there's been so many iterations since then. There's been Monster Train, which is great, and there's been um, oh, there's another one that's three that's three D graphics that I really enjoyed, and 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 they're good uh, and mm-hmm. they're great. Uh, actually, all of them are good. Um, that, but this takes Slay the Spire. And Slay Aspire is mechanics, and almost mechanics only. There's like a little bit of artwork, there's a little bit of story, and that's about it. But that's all you really need is like you need mechanics, and those things uh, are very like rewarding when you figure them out and and use them to uh, to you know beat the game. Uh, now take those mechanics and put them into a setting. Uh, that is like super duper creepy, uh, not scary. Like I can't play scary games, but this is not a scary game. It's just a creepy setting, which I ad- I admire the setting, uh, even though it's like not my. If it was like a cyberpunk thing, I- I'd like it just as much. But it's like a creepy. You're in a cabin, and you're playing against this guy who's kind of like your DM, uh, and he is setting up the board for you. And you play through this little world, and every every step you take, you either enhance your cards, <laughs> or you uh, you enhance your cards, or you play around against him, or you um, there's some mishap that happens along the way. So all those things could happen, and and you go along, and you're building. It's a deck building game, just like all the other ones that I'm talking about, but. The story, the story, and what's going on in this game is so intriguing because you're in this small cabin with this one guy, and every time you fight a boss, he puts on a different mask and he changes his voice. Um, well, not his voice because it's all, but it, it like it changes the atmosphere. So when you when you play him as a, the first one is a um, like a trapper or something. The, the trees come in on you inside the cabin and you get, the trees are all around you. And you know, I was like, what the fuck just happened to the game board? Cause it's such a, it's such a small space. There's a few little cards. You're playing like a tiny little game, but the, what you can see around you is so important. Cause there's so little focal point on this game. When you're playing the actual game, there's I think nine squares, your hand, and that's about it. And, and there's a few things off to the side. So there's uh, special um, items that you can pull into the game anytime to help you out. And you can refill those in your little adventure. But you could do crazy shit like, okay, so the difference between this and most card games is your opponent has a health bar, you have a health bar, and whoever depletes the other person's health bar wins. This is a scale. So... If you are offensive enough, you never have to go on the defensive because you're always tipping the scale in your favor. If you're doing more damage, you don't have to heal yourself because damage is healing yourself. Right? Everybody so get that? Does it, like, 
first of all, I'm watching this. This game is so creepy. It's super creepy. It, Dude, I kind of love it though. Like I I'm not gonna lie, yeah, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a scary card game. Which I can't like, play. How scary, the fuck is that possible, dude? I can't play scary games. This is not a scary game. It's creepy. It's and, super. I I'm not scared. I think it's really creepy. And I like I'm looking at these and there's like a rabbit mantis and I'm looking at these pics. And I'm like that's so creepy. <laughs> it's definitely creepy. And you're playing as these. Uh, the, yeah, the so, cards are like tiny little cards. I, I feel like Slate Aspire is different because like Slate Aspire, you have your hero. And you play the cards to that. Like, it's right. not even necessary. And it's, like, kind of weird because you kind of can, like, do, like, magic stuff, like combos and infinites and whatever and stuff like that. But this looks a little different than it's kind of more like a Battlefield-ish type thing. And there is a Battlefield. When I say not, not, not Battlefield the game, but, like, there's a, there's a <laughs> there's you know. There's a Battlefield a, where your cards are uh, interacting. Yeah, your cards are interacting with yeah. each other. And there is. And you do get to pick a deck at the beginning of your game every time you die. Uh, there is a roguelike quality to this because you're unlocking things every time you play it. Uh, and as you're going through, there's so many like mutations that can happen to your cards more than Slay the Spire. There's like mo- you can take two cards and put them together. One, you can cut up cards. You can um, you can get one card and. Uh, take it away and then add it to some other uh, there's there's like multiple multiple ways to mult uh to multiple uh, sorry mutate your cards and then as you're playing so there's these scales right and off to the side you have these like little things that you can play at any time so there there's like a teeth puller and the thing that's on the scales are teeth right so you could pull out a tooth with one of your with your like wrench and it'll tip the scales by one point. And sometimes that's all you need to win the game. And there's a point where you like stab out your own eye if you want. And you put your eye on the scale. and Which is gross or whatever and creepy. But it also blinds you from the right side of your screen. Now you can't see the right side of your screen. So you can't see your other abilities anymore. I thought it was so incredible. And then he offers you more new eyeballs to put in your head. It is so creepy. So what's funny is now that I think about it, it kind of reminds me of like Gwent. The, the lanes. Is, is, oh, is the it, lanes. Yeah, it's, it's that's ex- what it is. It's exactly I was like, what it is. This reminds me of something. So actually, what's funny is I played Witcher and I'm like, nah. I like you want to play Gwent? I'm like, no. I, I never. I, skip, <laughs> I skipped Gwent completely, dude. And then it made its own game, and I still never played it. <laughs> I, I am. I uh, ignored Gwent the entire time. But now that I'm playing this, I'm like, oh, I think this is like went, and I f- wish I played it more. Yeah, there's like three or four lanes, and you have to play them. But um, it looks super simple because you're, you're talking about like rats, dogs, fish, stuff like that. But it's the way they interact with each other. There's birds, and they got they got the slay the spire like kind of. Uh... Branching, Display is branching, branching paths, pathway. yeah. It's a little yeah. bit less because Slay the Spire is like, yeah, like really extensive. But you know, it's 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 there. But just like that, every time you die, you start at the very beginning. And there's some. Oh man, it's so creepy. So he grabs you. It's one guy, guys. Every, it's not just bosses. It's like the vendors. He puts on a mask. He's like, now, <laughs> now I'm the old lady and blah blah blah. And uh, you go into the the mushroom fields, and now he's like two mushroom mutated people. Same guy, 
but he's playing all these parts. He's your DM. But also, when you die, he kills you. So um, not only does it kill you, but he asks you three questions. I want to get 10 out of 10 fucking amazing. So good. And I don't like scary games, but the card game itself is simple looking. I'm, I want to say that I'm very good at card games. I've beat the first two bosses, and I also feel like I don't understand the game completely. And that's a plus to this game. Where like, can you um, where can you get this game? It, as far as I know, it's only Steam. Oh. It's not super expensive, but I, I want to reiterate that because I'm good at card games. I beat the first two bosses, and I don't fully understand the game. And that's a credit to this game. Wow. You know what it's I'm only, saying? And it's awesome. only 14 bucks right now because it's 30% off. Yeah, it's on sale right now. Hmm. Nice. That's yeah. not bad at all. And that's no high praise from you, yeah. dude. Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> well, don't, know, we don't know yet. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Could you super imagine, recommend. Could you imagine showing up to like a log cabin in the woods and some creepy, deranged mountain man's like, you yeah, have to play Gwent with me or I'm going to kill door. you. That's the first story you yeah, that's just uh, that's wild. That looks cool. Yeah, super, but, super big fan of this. I think Nick, I'm gonna. Well, if, if oh, you don't mind, I'll take over. This, so yeah. this way we can. Yeah, I have some to chisel out. A little here. bit. A yeah, little bit. I got a few. Um, so I I played the game called Astro. I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation, especially sounding like an old cougar with too many cigarettes. Uh, it's Astrologaster. I think yeah, would be the way I would yeah. pronounce it. Um. This game's kind of cute. It's it's designed like a pop-up book and you're essentially a physician who back in like kind of like the medieval times in a way of renaissance times uh is using astrology to diagnose the people in this town of what ails them. And I thought this game was pretty neat. Yeah, it was in 1592, 1592, sorry, in London. Um I thought it was just a a cool kind of concept in a way of a few games I've noticed have done this like pop-up storybook kind of thing but I did really like how well they stuck to it I like the design of it and I thought it was kind of funny and interesting I did feel like it was pretty basic you know you're you're making these decisions like a woman comes up to you and she's like my stomach hurts and you're sitting there and you're like oh well Scorpio says you know you ate some bad shit so it's got to be that like you know, 10 Hail Marys. No, I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> he basically, basically, like like I said, uses astrology to diagnose people, which I just think is kind of funny. But I don't necessarily think that the storyline with this sticks for like hours on end. Like this is not a game that I would play like four or five hours straight. But if it's free and it pops up, like it is funny. It is like a good, nice little laugh and it's interesting. And it kind of reminds me of like a video game version of... um what was it, The Great on Hulu about Catherine the Great? Because oh, yeah. they say huzzah like so many huzzah! times in this game. <laughs> like huzzah. The guy's like, oh, according to Scorpio, you have a ale and, and bad bile. And they're like, oh, huzzah, huzzah, <laughs> huzzah, huzzah. Like, and so that's kind of funny. <laughs> Sniper, but... did you ever end up watching that? I did, man, and I really enjoyed it. It was a good recommendation. Thank you very much. I know yeah. I brought it up twice, and I stopped the show for it, but I was like, Oh, I know these two Lego parts that go together really well. Right? Right. Pretty funny. I do think this game is just kind of cute and funny. And like I said, if it was free, I would certainly recommend it. I don't believe it's a Game Pass game. 
Um, this is, um, I'm sorry. This is what again? Astrology. Astrology. You asked on the worst. Astrologaster. Astrologaster. That's what it is. But it is it is like a fun, cute game. So if it's super cheap and you want to swing it, I would say that. But I mean, I don't know if I would necessarily say it's worth. Ten dollars isn't too bad. It is a it is a fun game. Is it ten dollars? Yeah. Regular dollars? Yeah. Okay. Whole regular dollars. No, it's, it's twelve loonies. Twelve <laughs> loonies. What else you got, Days? Yeah. So Battle sisters. Um. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Sniper, I think uh, Warhammer forty k Battle Sisters is on the wrong highlights. Is that? Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's the correct highlight. No, what? We, no, no, no. We watch it. Yeah. It's a VR game. He's infecting them. So this is a this is a VR game. I'm like a virus. I'm like herpes. I never go away. So I remember kind of seeing this pop up in my VR, and I was like, okay, Warhammer 40k. All right, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't know shit about Warhammer at all, but it's great that Nick does. So (laughs) I don't know if you guys know this, but Nick likes Warhammer. What's shocking? I know. Uh, I've never heard of that before. No, he sent me this, and I was like, okay, it looks cool, like with guns and shit. I'm down. So I I played a bit of it. I truthfully only played like maybe and. Maybe like 40 minutes. I didn't play too long of it, um, but I played enough to know that I mean, I probably should have put this on the radar if I didn't put that much time. But I'm definitely looking forward to playing more of this because this is this game was sick. Like this game was very fun. I thought the story was pretty decent. You were like trying to find your sister in across enemy lines, at least in the beginning. And you have guns. They give you like a flamethrower right away. It's nice because you can holster your gun on your right and you can holster your gun on your left. Mm. And you have like a whole... Uh, belt of things and what I thought was kind of neat is like little things in this game I really liked that with the uh, semi-automatics and stuff you could hold them with two hands to stabilize shooting I thought that little detail was really cool oh like adding your second hand adding your second hand will stabilize and Ah. shoot better and I just thought that was a beautiful little detail that I haven't seen in VR it's also cool too because you I don't know if this is a pro or a con but it's definitely different you reload so like I know that in pistol whip traditionally you reload by pointing your gun down I switched it to pointing up because I feel like I think in a lot of the arcade games like house of the dead or whatever when you were shooting you flick up to reload your gun in those arcade games i always thought it was just away from or the screen. away yeah, yeah. like i've yeah, always had to get a point away from the screen yeah and traditionally i've always pointed away and up so that feels more natural to me as a reload but in battle sister you bring the gun the clip to your stomach because that's where the the clip belts are for your ammo and i ended up i just kept Punching myself in the fucking stomach, trying to reload. <laughs> but you know, I thought it, it worked. I wasn't mad about it. And this game is just like action packed and really fantastic and really, really fun. I definitely am looking forward to playing more of this because this was really cool. You're running around and shooting. I felt like a badass, like Joan of Arc almost. Like, cause like I said, I don't know shit about Warhammer. So I don't really know how it fits in the realm of Warhammer, but like not a Warhammer perspective. This game is super fun. Like badass women going around in these, like, like I said, Joan of Arc kind of like, um, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I guess kicking ass. Yeah. Kicking ass. And just like these warrior, these tech mech warrior kind of women going through just, Taking ass and Nick, getting names. I know you, you're, di- you're chomping at the bit, Nick. I know. 
But like I in one sentence, in one sentence, in one sentence, what are what are the Battle Sisters? So the Battle Sisters are nuns with guns with buns. Uh, so they are the they are part oh, right. of the ecclesiarchy. Oh, no, no, I said one sentence. You nailed it. That's all right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the first the first it. sentence the first sentence is all the, the only part you need to yeah, say. Yeah, Thank that was you. Good. Thank you. Yeah, because he watched. I already watched. Uh, that's basically what my conclusion was. Yeah, they're basically like the women wing of the fighters. There, like the uh, like the secret, like special ops women, basically. Mm. They're anti magic, yeah, aren't they, Nick? No, that's that's the that's the blanks. These oh. these ladies are just sorry. They're an all women army, and they they are part of a, a big religious cult. All right. As a by the way, I feel like I don't. I know a little bit about Warhammer 40k, but not like a huge amount. My initial impression is everyone's bad. Yeah, and you just, Everyone, yeah that's bad. the whole point. Everyone's no, bad. Levels of bad. Everyone's bad, and you just have to like decide like who's being less bad at any given time. But that's yeah. that's the whole point is that there is no there is no good. Even the good guys are bad. Uh, who are the yeah. good guys? I don't. Know. Well, I mean, you're supposed to vote for the humans, right? Because you're human, aren't you? No, they're. They're probably the worst people, I feel like. Be apart from like no, the chaos, actual like chaos, chaos people. Yeah, no no no. The chaos are obviously the worst, but the humans are pretty bad. One rabbit hole per episode, folks. Yep. On, yep. All right. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't get, don't get me on this. We'll we'll have a discuss we'll, yeah. eventually I'll start my own podcast. <laughs> okay. It'll be Nick's Power Hour and then we'll have guests. <laughs> Too right. long didn't read is that Battle Sisters is about two badass fucking nun fighting bitches with guns and killing everybody and it's fantastic and VR. I definitely really like it. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. I'm just going to lead right into the next one, which is Escape from the 90s. Played a little bit of it. I know Ari can talk a bit more about it. It's this puzzle game where you're trying to be, you're a detective, you're a paranormal detective, and they seem to really love the flavor of UFO and aliens for their paranormal. I am not going to lie. I had a hard time figuring out the puzzles. They're tough. The puzzles are tough. Yeah, I thought thought the same. They're not obvious. And maybe, wait. I figured. He, oh, I should have thrown a coffee mug at the at the wall. That's what it was. Well, I already did. Yeah. So it, <laughs> this this game's kind of tough, and I don't know. I'm not really too sold on oh, it see, being if, great. If this were the game, I would have. Yeah, playing pinball really. and basketball. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really too sold on it being like a really amazing game. I will say the puzzles seem to be really difficult. I found myself getting kind of frustrated because the the way that the puzzles work in the Wanderer is like difficult enough. But you can still achieve it. I felt like these were uh, is a step harder than that. This was kind of really difficult, and so I don't know if I'll be picking it up. I put it on the highlights. We played it a little bit, but it's like a meh. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's, right. that's about how I was say it's okay. It's okay. So Nick, tell me about some uh, Elden Ring game design. <sighs> so this is so I'm at the point in, of Elden Ring where. Things are getting really, really tough, um, and so you have to look up like boss weaknesses and things like that. Um, in the sense of like, oh, this guy is weak to blood damage. This guy's weak to lightning damage, and things like that. Um, and goddamn, every time you Google like the name of the boss, the first thing that always shows up is cheese, and it is so weird to see that. In this game, because they made Dark Souls open world, almost every boss that is an open world boss can be cheesed in one way or another. 
And it's pretty sad to see people doing it because like there are these really cool fucking boss fights, dude. Like today I face like this four winged dragon that was really awesome. And then the cheese for it is hide under a cliff and shoot it with poison arrows. It's like, what the, what, like, what, like, it's not fun. Like, what the fuck's the point of playing the game? If, if like you're going to cheese bosses like that. Um, and the whole reason I'm bringing that this up is like, have you guys ever played another game where like you're either forced to cheese or like you're just having such a hard time that you that you had to? It happens, yeah, for sure. Because like, dude, like every single boss I've ever like go- like googled in this game is like the first thing is literally cheese, hmm. like the word cheese. That just it's upsetting. Doesn't that seem like poor game design or, or No, 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 because or like, Nick, is this the first of you getting old and your reflex is getting slower? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I I have beaten every boss without cheesing it. That's what, and it's not the game is hard. It's it's a it's a, it's a souls game. Right. It's supposed to be hard. It could be it also could be that like it okay, so it sold 11 million copies so far, right? And 12 not million. not all of those people are souls like uh, connoisseurs or experts. Oh, so they're and like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You know, it, um, the, co- there has to be a way for the common man to get through this game or, or somebody's going to figure something out, some flaw in the game design. And that's not probably not a, a slight on the game. It's just, man, n- Christian could not be listened to me less right now. Uh, he's drawing he's drawing pictures. That's a cheese. <laughs> That's literally a cheese wad. It's no longer Elden Ring. It yeah, is so I have, a, I have a question because I've heard there's people that I'm like, I'm waiting for Elden Ring. Like five, like six months ago, they're like, I just want to play Elden Ring. That's yeah. it. Is this a, like a big expansive game? Yeah. Dude, I mean. So this is, this is a game I, I like I was playing it I'm like, dude, this isn't that big, right? Because you you look at the map. I'm like, this isn't that big. What the fuck? Like, well, everyone's saying this, this is like a 40 hour plus game. And then it's one of those games that when you discover a map piece, it zooms out more, and you're like, oh, oh. And then you discover that there's multiple layers to the map, and then there's like four layers and you're like oh it gets really bad um it's it's huge it's absolutely humongous um i think total in the game there's over (laughs) 70 optional boss fights okay so 70 boss fights Okay, so the, what I'm questioning is whether, like, the game is so big that, like, they don't find all the exploits at first. Or if it's, like, lazy designing for the bosses. Well, I think there's just so many people playing it and so many people getting online. Because one thing that's, like, used to be part of All Souls, like, is kind of the community gets together online and solves it together. Because there wasn't a lot of hand-holding at the beginning. It was almost like, um, right, Nick? There's not, st- there still wasn't a lot. There's still not a lot, yeah. a lot of handholding. One thing that I discovered yesterday is that there are hidden walls in the game that require more than one hit. Oh, I saw this guy. Every- I saw a video with a, this guy with a chainsaw going up against this wall, 
and and uh, breaks the wall, but it took a lot of hits with the chainsaw. Yeah, it, it, that that specific wall. I know exactly what you're talking about because I broke that same wall today. It requires 50 hits to break, and so now everybody's just fucking whacking random ass walls in the game. Yeah, to figure out what to fucking do. It's kind of, in a way, it's kind of cool because look, you can't stop the internet. Nobody can. Nobody's gonna try. Uh, yeah. But if you make a game that's so <laughs> fucking difficult that the entire world has to work together to beat your game. I think that's a plus in a way. That is honestly getting people together in yeah. any way. Yeah. Getting people Dude, together it, 150 to break a wall at a time, guys. <laughs> They're going to bring us esports on at a, every high school to figure out how to beat this game. It's how not to break like, the wall. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's not like mullet. You guys remember Molyneux's uh, thing where like there was a big virtual block and everybody had to do something to pick away at it? Bobby, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, Peter yeah, Molyneux. And, and the person that hits the last thing got something life-changing. And then I believe that person became the god of his next game. I believe that's what it was. Mm. Yeah. Are you talking about Ready Player One? No, no, no. There, this was real. Real. Wow. Oh. Virtually, this was real life. All right. Well, something that's not real at all uh, is we played some Young Souls. Yeah, I... yeah. You can talk about young so. Things. So I was kind of intrigued by this because I'm kind of a big fan of Castle Crashers. Mm. Same. First of all, I'm big fan of Castle Crashers. Big fan of literally Ryu Hayabusa slashing people. And so when I first looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, it looks like Castle Crashers was serious." Now, there's a little caveat to this. It's so you're honestly the story is not. I don't think it's very well fleshed out, and the, the problems I have with it, the story in particular, is like you get these two kids and they just like literally act like dumbass teenagers the entire time. So okay, I'm gonna interject with that. <laughs> like, uh, you're 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 two twins. It's a girl and a guy. Twins, Tristan and uh, and Jen. Yep. And they are they obviously they they don't have their parents. They're living together under the same roof of this guy that's a professor. And it's the classic. Like I wouldn't necessarily say that they don't have a story that's fleshed out. I think they have a story that's been over fucking done. That's the kind of the problem is that it's the two teenagers that have been placed with a very rich highly intelligent caretaker and they're like you're not my dad and they're fucking rebellious like i know shit. we've heard this shit isn't the lemony not- series of unfortunate events like based on this kind of shit like it's they go on these adventures as these two like feisty edgy teens and it's very much the trope uh, of like teenagers versus older I'm, people so maybe we haven't gotten through enough but i literally just think that like the problem i have with this game guys so far first of all it's a beat-em-up nobody cares about the story right? yeah but, like, the problem is, is, like, you have to play through so much story. Uh, There's a lot like, of dialogue. That's the problem. There's, like, a lot. Like, I would have loved this game if they had just, like, been, like, yo, bro, yo, sis, we got to fight this guy. Okay, right. go. But, like, you have hey, to, like, we stole literally. Our cousin. Yeah, like, like, in five seconds. All right. Just gonna push that mic back. Turn down a little bit, Bob. So five seconds of like dialogue or whatever, but this game actually makes you go through like a lot of story. Mm. And I, in the story, like the dialogue in it, like the actual words that are being said, like kind of don't make sense all the time. Mm -hmm. So I would have liked them to be like Castle Crashers. Like Castle Crashers is great because like it's got this humor. 
It's got not like horrible combat. Yeah. You know? It was a big hit. Yeah. And it's it's very direct and you just fight. You just press the X button. Like, not necessarily just press the X button or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And this game actually has more, by the way. A lot more. So... So the, the combat's pretty good, the, but the so, story so, holds it back. So the combat, yeah. the combat yes. is very similar to Castle Crashers in that there's like a there's one X button that's a, like a light button. You can kind of like press X and up, and you can kind of combo them a little bit. And there's more blocks, and there's a little bit more combat in the sense that you can do like parries, you can do dodge, and you can equip all these different weapons, right? And I actually like the aesthetics of this, by the way, because it's kind of like... Oh, it um, looks good. Mm-hmm. It's um very... I don't know the compar- parallel to it. <sighs> like a little cartoony-ish, you know? It's just very animated. Yeah, there's, there's a word for it. It's got like a... To me, it almost has like a watered-down version of the same aesthetic that was in Arcane, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's yeah, similar yeah. to that. It's more like... um. It's like it almost looks like like a Paper Mario ish type game. Honestly, I, I always call these things. I say it bring up paper mache when I see this, but it's like it's done really well. Yeah, so the combat is fantastic, and you, you got you got your X button. You can like press a special for a, like a magic attack. You can parry. You can dodge. You can block. You can What's block. cool is if you play single player, you can actually. I highly recommend using a controller on this, not keyboard. Definitely by the way, but if you're playing single player, you actually play one of the twins, and you can hit the left bumper to tag team and launch the other twin in, mm. and you can use that as a strategy of killing bosses and enemies because it is a power attack that that second twin comes in to hit. So you can do the timing with that. I think the combat in this game. I'm with Ari. I think this game would be amazing if they didn't put so much of a fucking pressure on the story and the story is bad. Like what is like, it's not even that the story is bad. It's, it's a story. Overdone. So much. Overdone. It's, it's not even overdone. It's like the, the words that they say to you talk about the story. Don't make any sense. It's yeah. like stupid. Like that, they just like randomly it. swear for no reason. And yeah. they just like get mad or get angry or whatever for no reason. Well, Cause and, like, they're teenagers. They're supposed to be hormonal and it's unstable. Yeah, you but don't even, know about their parents. But even but then, like, yeah, but even then, like even accounting for like, there's games that are done well where they talk about teenage angst and hormonal stuff. And yeah. like, they make it in a logical manner. And this is like, life just, is strange. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Exactly. And this just does, this, this makes no sense. Like, they just get thrown. They're like literally regular teenagers and they get thrown into the this magical world. And then they just start. The and they're just like, yes, we're going to fight everyone right now. Like, what teenager would go into a magical world immediately and be like, let's let's fuck these guys up right now? That, Even that, we have no that's training. literally what they're doing. This yeah. is not the genre to spin a tale. Exactly. Can we all agree? I agree. Yeah. So yeah. If, they, if they put no story. Actually, like, this is one of the worst genres I could. I could pick to to try to tell a story. Yeah. I, I agree. I a think they should they should have they should have slightly cast a crasher this stuff, right? Maybe they didn't have to add the humor. They could have added more a serious element to it. And I there's a lot of takes on it. There's a lot of cool things. Actually, one of the cool things actually uh is the way you level up is you go to the gym mm. and you have to like press the buttons right when you're working it's out. It's a mini game. It's a it's a mini game in itself to level up. So you don't when you level up you get it's skill not guaranteed points. that you're gonna get you can't it. so you get guaranteed you get like probably guaranteed like Some. me and Amanda were pressing the buttons like very suboptimally and we got like the average like one point extra okay 
but you're like benching there yeah. and you have to press it in the right manner. It, that was kind of cool. cool. That is that cool. That was cool. Man, I, I feel it's like such a bummer because this game was so cool and th- they like they kind of shot themselves in the foot by trying too hard on the story. I, I this is what I see from what you guys are talking to me. Uh, I feel like on the design and mechanics level, there was probably somebody very talented, and then there was somebody on the other side of the the, the story side just pushing so hard, yeah. uh, saying that the story was so important and Mary maybe prominent and maybe one person wasn't as good as arguing or whatever it was. Some person was favored in the arguments or whatever. And you ended up with something that had a little too much of the story side of it. Unfortunately. Agreed. Yep. I, I don't hate this. St- I actually don't hate the story. The story is kind of cool. Like they're, they're, they're in parallel universes and there's, there's the regular human one and like a random magical one. I hate the story. <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily hate it, but I. I, like I, I, I literally hate dial the like the actual words the that they speak. Stupid. Like that's what I hate. Like I feel like they needed like spent, an English major to come in and like fix their their well, crap. That's what I. That's what I felt like. They spent five minutes in dialogue talking about whether they should be calling the professor dad or not. Yeah, so oh, fucking yeah, stupid. No, that was stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. That part was stupid. Like if they had just like they were in their regular plane and all of a sudden. Goblins attacked him and they just fought. And they were trying to find a professor and didn't worry about this dad stuff. Like that would be the cool thing. And like I said, there's a lot of potential in in this kind of like top down beat 'em up. Side scroller. Yeah, because it's like kind of a combination of a side scroller with like a RPG ish element and there's some other commands that you can do. Yeah. And it's kinda of like, you know, it's kind of like a more expansive, like old school beat 'em up, like yeah. T- TMNT or whatever. So we're going Are really he- hard on a free game. This game it was free. For free. This was free for us. I highly recommend it for free. It was By the way, it sounds like you guys are having a proxy argument through this game. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, no. That's what it sounds like. You're, <laughs> no, no, you're no. like, things are blue. And you're, she's like, they're clearly red. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we agree a lot, I think, on this game. Like, yeah, it's just it, this game is great. The story kind of sucks on it. And they force you the story. That's what. Right. That's what's making it annoying. Let's move on then. Yep, we're mm. moving on. Yep. That's what we agree on. Anyway, so thank you to our subs. Thank our you. new subs. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ke- Patreon's remotely. You say it. Oh, God. He's going to make the old, Kevro- old cougar Ke- say Kevros. Kevros Sendald. Sendald. Yeah. yeah. Got it. And periodical six months. I'm alive, he says. I'm glad you're alive. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you. you. You're back into the fold. You can't get I'm out now. Alive. Yeah, thank back you, to the, And now to listener questions. Old Man Dave asks, what is an old game that you would like to see an update on? And what would you want a remaster of and make a straight up sequel? Hmm. Everybody start thinking. I had an I, I, I read I this a, earlier. I, I, I have an answer to this. All right, go ahead. Um, I mean, I, I, what I would like to see like a remaster of is Metal Gear Solid like uh like the any like um the top down one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like the like the remake of the ones for game boy not game boy the nintendo entertainment system yeah like the really 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 old ones like get that shit in a modern third person hideo kojima style uh as far as remake you know remaster 
give me uh one remastered and then a sequel um fuck give me an elden ring sequel shit already <laughs> he's not even through the first one <laughs> yeah. yeah uh so i was thinking about this earlier uh bobby you got something for this I mean, obviously, I want to see a remake of uh, Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight. And I think they had actually started working on that, but it kind of fell through. I don't know if there's enough people out there that appreciate that game as much as I do. So I don't know if it'll ever happen. Actually, it wasn't even uh, Dark Forces 2. It was uh, Jedi Outcast, the second one. At this point, it probably wouldn't take that moniker anymore, right? Like, it would probably be like a spiritual successor at this point, I think. Right? Well, what they were doing was just upgrading all the textures on it and, yeah, just doing like a remaster of the game. So I don't think it was. And there are pretty good texture packs out there. In fact, I've got it set up perfectly. It's a very complicated process and there's lots of different ways of doing it. But I got it set up perfectly and the game is so small that I could just zip it and upload it to my Google Drive. So whenever I do want to play the game, I don't have to go through doing all that stuff. I've got everything just in a folder ready to go. But instead of making fun of you, you playing this game all the time, maybe I should play it, Bobby. You think I would like it? No. 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 Game of the week. <laughs> I do not <laughs> think so. Uh, God, I had an answer for this earlier. I can't fucking think about it. Can I? Um, uh, go ahead. Yeah. A remaster, or actually a remake, and you guys are going to be so surprised by this, but I'd love a original Ninja Gaiden Black remake. Like modern, more modern. I don't. I, like, there's obviously sequels for it. So wait. So this is all I know about Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden for the Sega Genesis. No, 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 right? no. So, so there's Ninja Gaiden for like the original NES. Mm-hmm. Have you seen my profile pic? Can, no. can you bring it up? No. That that's Ninja Gaiden Black. Like if oh, anyone's yeah. ever looked at my profile pic in Discord. Oh, it was that's Re, that's Ryu Hayabusa. Yeah. And actually, I put that on there because I really wanted him to smash. Um, he that this is one of my favorite games because it's one of the hardest games you'll ever play. Isn't it also kind of like a Souls like you know like it's a not proto Souls like it's it's more like God of War but like way harder. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it is because like there's like combos and I remember reading the review in like whatever EGM about this game that people were crazy about this. I game. love this game. I love Ninja Gaiden Black, right? And Ninja Gaiden Black is the up, the kind of it adds uh, slightly extra stuff. And originally, Ninja Gaiden was like an NES game. I don't know how much people cared about it, and then Ninja Gaiden Black came out, and it's like I don't know if God of War came out before or after, but it was very inspired by it. Mm. And you, but instead of like being like this like Greek guy who just like throws things, you like just like acrobatic ninja like going around everywhere. But it's insanely hard. Like you literally, people will like quit the game because they lose to the first boss, mm-hmm. right? I would love to see something inspired by it. Maybe a slightly more open world, you know? I think you're talking about Elden Ring, dude. No, is it is Elden Ring ninjas? No, it's not. The <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are ninjas like, in Elden Ring. Yeah, <laughs> I would love yeah. to see. I'd, I'd like to see that as a remake because it's been remastered already. I'd like to see like a totally different take on it. What do you got, Dave? 
For me as a remake, I would actually really love Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords. This is two Star Wars games, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hate, yeah. hate developers. No, it's not up to that. <laughs> well, Christian yeah. is also recommending Star Wars Rebellion, which is a great recommendation. That was an awesome grand strategy Star Wars game from like late 90s, which you can just like find for free out there now. But with what? Knights of the Old Republic 2... There are, there's a ton of mods out there. And again, that's another game that I spent like 10 hours modding and five hours playing, I think. Yeah. Um, or actually, no, I think happens. it was the first one because I beat the second one. And that one gets weird at the end, especially if you use the mods, but it, it can get a little um, messy, like when they put in the, because uh, there was content that they just cut out of that and they didn't even put in the end. And then people tried to put it back in, but it wasn't complete and they tried to complete it. It oh, didn't quite weird. work. But, uh, yeah, that would be great. I mean, they had the Old Republic, which was an MMO, but when's the last time that they made a Star Wars just RPG? Right. And you don't even have to deviate too much from the design of Knights of the Old Republic 1 or 2. Like, it's there, it's successful. Like, people would love that. I don't know if it would, like, make a ton of money, but that would be great. All right. This is not my real answer, but I'm just going to throw it out there because it's old, and I don't think I've... I've seen anything like it since Rampart, Bobby. Oh yeah, I remember Rampart yeah. at the arcade. Had the yeah. little ball you swivel around. So Rampart's <laughs> one of the oldest games. Is like uh, one of the first eight big games. Uh, you build a base, and then you cannon each other's bases, and then depending on how well you built your base and how well your cannon array was, uh, is how fucked up or fucked fucking you do your your opponent right so uh i mean i may, i think i'm making it out to be more complex than it actually was but if it was brought up to modern day then they could actually take all this into account and put a lot more thought into how it, it plays out but um like more more tech uh or tact to it but i feel like it was just all luck or you figure out what it was and you you just did that but yeah, man, it's cool because um, it played out so quickly. You you just you got I don't know a minute to build your shit and put place your cannons, and then it plays out, and then you do it again. So I'm gonna go with Rampart for this one. Rampart, one of the first games that I remember talked. Yeah. By the way. Oh yeah, I remember Rampart. Uh, all right, what else have we got? Uh, for how do I say like Warconia Shun? Would you rather travel 200 years in the future or 2222 or 200 years in the past? 1822. Thank you for doing the math for us. Warconius. Clearly, I would go in the future because if I was going to the past, I'd be fucking shoveling shit. Wait, I do, I do that now. But I'm, I'm I'm paid really well but for it. But you're paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like uh, clearly, as a Mexican man, I'd be like, yeah, it would it, it would not be a good look. I'd, yo, yo, hold on, hold on. I want to point something out. Imagine if you made it back to Mexico, though, dude. They'd be like, you are a god. Yeah, look, they don't make Mexicans this big. Yeah, I'd be the what big, the fuck? I'd be the biggest Mexican in history at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Somebody told me that one time, and I never think about like, yeah. Dude, I have a cousin who's six six and three hundred and forty pounds. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're an anomaly. You're got him circus freak. 
Uh, he played. He played football for Georgia State. Like he's he's a monster. <laughs> it does happen, dude. You start feeding Mexicans McDonald's, and we just get gigantic, dude. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Vivian, um, Vivian is one and a half years old, and she's wearing three to four uh, like toddler to- like diapers, like things for three to four year olds. I played around. I played around with the idea of uh, doing stand up for a little bit, and my lead bit was all about um how uh the children of immigrants are always bigger than their uh fathers because they start getting the american diet you know so like you get over here you're five foot five uh you work your ass off and you have this kid and this kid is six foot two and you're trying to fucking tell him what to do when he's 13 (laughs) and he could just pick you up and put him whatever put you wherever you want like it, it it's counterintuitive the whole thing the whole thing but anyway uh yeah i forgot what we were talking about yeah so that same kind of energy uh i absolutely would uh travel to the future and not the past because in 1822 or 18 yeah 22 the best for a fucking woman is probably giving birth and then dying early so (laughs) by a snake bite I'm good. Uh, I would definitely roll the dice and hopefully get a nat 20 and not a uh, nat 1 for 22-22. Yeah, you're going to... Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Bobby's like, I'm good no matter either way I go. <laughs> either way I go, I'm on top. No, I guess. But 1822, I mean, that's a weird year. It's not like you can go back in time and stop Hitler at that point. You know, there's. I don't think yeah. there's anything I mean, worth going back. You could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you lived for another Trace hundred the years, Trace uh, okay. the I guess. Yeah. But yeah, no, obviously the future. I mean, why the fuck would anyone go to the past, man? What, even a white guy, what am I going to do? Get syphilis and die in my forties? Like, no. So <laughs> what are we going to yeah, do? What about you? Look some maid and get herpes. That is the question. The question is, is in, in what was it? Two, 20 years from now? I think I think I think what's really in the future really years like past. So with the question is that do you go back in time and exploit what you know for personal gain and get rich or something or do you go to the future and explore what has been what's being so uh, in the hypothetical sense that if we go into the future it progresses and we don't have to worry about like climate change or anything like that like i would want or you could be absolutely fucked and it could be a post-nuclear war right Right. like that's what i'm saying like i would rather go to 1822 and be like yo bros don't don't, can you please stop burning fossil fuel thanks bye okay (laughs) okay thanks bye yeah and then i'd give him i'd give him i'd I'd give him this line and get shot at, all right? There's some guys with some bows and arrows. Get to it. You're getting you're gonna get shot at. You're gonna die you're, slowly. Who's shooting me at a bow and arrow is probably, probably your best bet is like being like an anti fucking industrialism. Just being just, being, that. just yeah. being a knowledgeable person. like just being some sort of like scientist is gonna photovoltaic be cells. I can tell them there you go. like maybe this much about it. They might learn eventually. If they learn a hundred years earlier, that would be great. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. If I be like, if I told them it's possible to do this, and I don't know the whole science behind it, but I know, I know enough. Yeah, if that's can do it, we can. Someone do it. figure yeah, out. Uh, dude, I don't know. I but if you're talking about like just technology progresses two hundred years in advance and like no consequences, I would totally go in the future. That's yeah. probably no ozone. Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah. sex bots. <laughs> Maybe sex robots, no ozone. But if you go into the past, like, and start just trying to like 
like preach to them, I'm pretty sure you're going to get yeah, tossed in the jail by like the Catholic Church or something. Yeah. Facts. I mean, I'm, wait, Jewish. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm Jewish, so. Burned at the stake. Exactly. That's That would be my future <laughs> back there. So I'll take my chances with the She's future. She's a witch. But uh, anyway, uh, also Coney by Shan also asks, which sport do you think translates best into video games? Which are the worst? Mm, darts. So can I, <laughs> as someone who's played, I don't know, have you guys played all the sports games, really? I played no. a good chunk. I love so I love sports in general, like playing them, watching them, and I love playing. I love playing the video games. I haven't played as many baseball ones, but I must say that all of them have translated well, and it just kind of depends on how much effort they put the into studio it. Does. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so NBA Two K Seven, NHL O Nine, and NFL O Seven O Six, the one with Dave McNabb on the cover. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like that as long as they kind of work on the physics and the balance, that I think that they, that they can be they can be pretty decent. Honestly, like it just kind of depends on how much effort they put into it. Mm. Baseball, I don't know as much because the one thing that's really weird about baseball is that you obviously have to have to pitch and you have to figure out where the accuracy of the you know where the ball goes in the in the strike zone. And that's a lot more like kind of you know like nuanced stuff. Like, yeah. can you hit that? You know. Uh, on so the contrary, one, so one thing people say is are is that baseball games are extremely accurate to real life. That's what I was uh, like. What I was gonna say oh. is like, I feel like which ones could be broken down into math easier. I feel like baseball could be breaking down into math easier than football. So you know? I think there's, what, there's actually a movie about it. Uh, there's actually a movie. Uh, it's called Moneyball. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and it's about, about how he he breaks down essentially baseball to math, and he breaks down people's stats. He's like, "All right, you're bad at fucking throwing, but your probability of getting on first base on these innings is so good that I'm gonna draft you, and you're like ten fucking dollars, okay? And I'm using the Oakland Aces." bank account to draft you so i'm taking you and so it when it comes to like actually becoming a video game and real life baseball is probably going to be the closest answer you're going to get so the question is translates so to be fair like i said i don't know as much about baseball i've played like wii baseball that's about the most extent that I've had. <laughs> I play I play baseball for twelve years. So. I, I don't play baseball. like that's like the one sport I didn't play like at all. I'm like yeah, baseball, you know, because yeah. I played basketball, played football, I played ice hockey, and all of those games have just basically depended on like how much quality, how quality it is, and I found that depending on how well they kind of work out the physics engine work on the rules and the calling, like they're fun. Mm-hmm. They can all be done. And soccer. I've actually like, I don't like soccer that much, but I've played a lot of FIFA games and those are fun too. So and they can all be done well. If they're done well, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't think there's a limitation to any of them. Yeah. I I do want to be a bias because there's one sport that I watch. It's UFC. I know that there's a, 
there's a thing that there's a fighting game series that does well. UFC one, two, three, and four. I can't imagine that it comes close. I, I want to play them, but they won't put them on a goddamn PC. So I can't say, but I can't. I can also not say that. I mean, fights are so fucking crazy. They're so crazy. Uh, have you um, been to one yet? So I have. I've been to a little one. I need I, to go to one, but I played Fight I Night. So that's just boxing. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dana White says that P- the reason that we have fans is that every card there's a what the fuck just happened moment, and I feel like you can't really rec- recreate that in in a video game. But I don't know. I'm being biased because that's my one sport that I watch. So. I, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't played a UFC. like I said. I've even played a boxing. What what are they on PlayStation, Xbox, and that's it? Or that's it. They're probably, they're, Xbox, they're probably on all of them. I would think. If they're on Xbox, why aren't they on Game Pass? Mm. I don't know what's going on. I'm upset. They're probably not licensed by Xbox, so you probably can't. Christian, can you stop smiling at your cat and write a strongly worded email to whoever makes the the uh, UFC game and let them know that Emilio specifically is upset? Yes. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. Thank I'm not gonna lie. I haven't played. A, I haven't. I've played the like the boxing ones. I played Fight Night. That was really fun. I remember that being. To big. be fair, I don't know how physically accurate it was or whatever, but it was fun. Yeah. Just going through the progression and like upgrading your guy and stuff like that. Yeah. That was fun. I haven't played a UFC. You one. might like uh, Fight Club, but Punch Club. Punch Club? You might like Punch Club. It's more yeah. of a sim game. Yeah. Wait. I, our, I feel like you'd like it. Our fight. Like when I play Street Fighter, that's basically a UFC match, right? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> you mean uh, you mean a like guy I, who looks like I, a dragon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when I throw out a Dukin, that's like basically the same thing as the UFC Basi- fight. Basically. Yeah, okay. All right. So, uh, Bobby, what sport do you think would translate great into video games? Which mm, one's worst? I don't know. I think baseball is actually one of the tough yes! things to do. I, I was complaining. God, this is probably like a year or two ago, but there were just like no good baseball games on the PC. Um, the best one out there is the show, I think it's called. And I watched a stream of it. And I'm like, this is incredible. Why isn't this on the MLB PC? the show, right? Yeah, MLB the show. Um, yep. But I think if you get really creative with it, you can do it. So um, on Nintendo, there was a great baseball game called Base Wars. Also, the Base Loaded series was great. But Base Wars is just like, okay, well, let's just have robots play baseball. And you can put like a cannon on their arm or, you know, give them like an iron fist. And, oh, and then God. when they get called out at second base, they have to fight f- to the death for it. And that's yeah, great. if you win, then I you're love safe. It. It's like, yeah, okay, Dude, that's the game we need yeah, to remake. Yeah, we need to remake that. Yeah. Remake. So remake Base actually, Wars. now that I think about it, there was a, there was, a, was there like a Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. yeah, that they one was pretty that good. One. The home run derby mode and that was, was a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of baseball games are exactly the same. But when I watched MLB The Show, there was, like, all sorts of things. Like, if you wanted to catch a line drive, you had to do, like, it was almost like a little mini game popped up for you to make that play. So there's a lot of cool things. The sports games that I really liked, actually, uh, on the Nintendo were the Olympic games. There were, I can't remember what they were called. I think they might have just been Olympic games, and there was, like, Mario a Snoopy Olympic games. But you would do all the different events of the Olympics, you know, choose your country. Uh, But then you would also, like, there was the marathon. So every now and then you'd check in with the marathon and you'd, like, adjust the speed that your character was running. You didn't want to go too fast. I remember that. There were so many cool things about that. But all the games were button-mashing games, you know, just press, like, really fast. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. There's got to be better ways to do the mechanics there, but... 
this is completely out of left field, and just because it, it reminded me of this, uh, when you guys play uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. the the quick time events are difficult. They're not like just like they are just mash a, mm-hmm. but there's just, it's not easy. You got to mash the fuck out of it quick, or you have that's to even find, worse, or you have to find the key. <laughs> I don't know. I, I find Why it, am I beating up my keyboard? I like, find it better. I find it like, oh, this is a difficult thing to do. I got to do it quickly. I press things really fast in yeah. succession. Yeah. That's, I mean, what, how, how is else, that engaging? How else? Are, because it's difficult. How is, how is going like that engaging? Oh. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I hate quick time events. I think uh, they're the stupid, mm. stupidest thing on the planet. And making them harder is not the solution. I, I find them endearing and more <laughs> interactive. All right. So, uh, on that, uh, Ari, what are you going to be playing next week? What am I playing next week? Other than yourself. Uh, well, I'm obviously going to be looking at all the games I could possibly play and not play Heroes of the Storm or Slay Aspire. So, yeah. Right. You going to look at a new stuff? Yeah. Are you going to branch out now that you've been on the show and you've been listening? Um, Inscription looks good. Come on. I'll take... Is it? It's on like ten out of ten. I said it's on. It's on Steam. It's on Steam. Okay, it's fourteen dollars. Fourteen dollars. Yeah. Okay. You can do it. I can do it. All right. I got this, Bobby. What do you got? Oh, uh, so Galaxy, there was obviously. actually so. Oh God, there was a new Bethesda game that's like coming out in the next few, few weeks. I don't know anything about it's this. Like Dragon something. Is this true? Yeah. What? Well, well, while while snipers ch- fact checking that, I'll say the sport that I think translates great um, into video games oh, sorry, is uh, it's all good, dude. No, I, I like tennis. Not... I like tennis on video games. I think they're fun. <laughs> nice. they're fun. That's fun. Mario tennis. Yeah, I like a lot of the tennis games, but yeah, Mario tennis is fun on Switch right now. But I, I've always really liked tennis games, and I've really liked the Dead or Alive volleyball. But that's not for anything to do with sports. <laughs> you could, you got the imagination, you know. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm gonna find this game real quick. Did you? Re- I know you thing. bought Treasure Nadia. Have you reviewed it? I no, I didn't buy it, dude. I just put it you on did my buy wish it. list. No. Oh. Did I? Did I? Was that a drug purchase? You it. No, I thought I put it on a wish list. Uh, Actually, Zyper, that would explain you a lot. Confirm, if I nor did no, I. You don't have to. I'll look that shit up later. They, but- <laughs> Sniper. I don't want to dox anyone, dude. And like, <laughs> but it did say you played it for like three hours. So okay, it's know. called Ghostwire Tokyo, I believe. Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay, yeah. by Bethesda. Yeah, hmm. yeah, we were so talking we... about that last week or maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. It was at this uh, PlayStation's play uh, State of Play. Oh, they announced it. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. oh, with the yeah, ghosts yeah, yeah. in Tokyo. Yes. Yeah, it's it right. look kind of cool. And it was like a really creepy horror. We were talking about how like yeah, Japanese horror is just better, unparalleled. Yeah, it's it's yeah. great. As a side note, I do want to play the new Horizon game at some point because mm. I loved Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. So that's one I'm going to be looking at if I can get to it. All right, so Bobby, what are you playing next week? Uh, next week, I don't know. So I got another busy week, but then I have four days off after that. So I plan on getting into some games that I don't really have time for most of the time. So um, like story-driven games that are not like multiplayer or co-op, like Eternal Cylinder. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy. I'll be checking that one out. The game of the week. But I don't know. I don't have uh, any definite plans for this week. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a surprise. Uh, Guardians is a description. Yep. 
That's it for me. It's easy. Uh, Elden Ring and Kirby. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sniper, you can talk. Uh, yeah, just trying to draft this email to Natalie Altshuler, <laughs> EA Sports Vancouver for UFC. What yeah. do you want to like include in the heading? You know, I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty clear. Uh, it's pretty clear. Our demands are clear. Demands are clear. UFC on PC, or we'll stop buying all your games. Yeah. There you go. Is it not on clear. PC? No. No. That's what really? the email's about. Yeah. Oof. For me, I think I'm going to play some Guardians of the Galaxy as well. I'm not going to be on the next podcast because I'll be tearing it up in Detroit for my birthday. Oh, shit. That's right. Happy birthday. Thank you. Queen. <laughs> All right. Oh, Speaking oh, for... going to be 23. This is going to be a big... This is a mouthful. Speaking for Ari, Bobby, Amanda, Chris, and Nick, and myself... Uh, inscription titties. Those are titties that have been written on. Oh, that's some bad. Nothing ever sweet is written on them. Nothing ever sweet is written on titties. Well, no. Wait, wait, go back to that email. Well, chocolate. <laughs> You're just not putting sweet things on titties. That's your problem. <laughs> All my things are sweet. Whew.